from New Orleans, Louisiana. And to join the conversation, just come on over to the Liberal Day and Radio chat room on uh, YouTube.com slash Liberal Day and Radio. I don't know if we're going to do phone calls today. Um, maybe later, um, after, but I think for we're going to be doing a lot of reviewing of the law today. Uh, shout out to Jolie and Aaron in the chat room and also Daily News. Uh, thank you, uh, Daily News, for coming on and uh, joining in the chat. I think we may agree with the issue today. I, I want to say that we're going to agree. Uh, maybe not, but I want to say we might agree on at least the main point of discussion today. We'll go over a couple other things prior to the main point, but I think we might agree. Um, if you want to support the show, make sure to smash that like button. Click subscribe if you haven't already done so. Support the show. You could uh, monthly support the show as low as 5 bucks a month. Uh, Patreon.com slash LiberalDan or Patreon.LiberalDan.com. You can also support the show in one-time increments buy me a cider uh click the buy me a cider button on liberaldan.com someone go to liberaldan.com and see if it loads for you properly it wasn't doing it for me earlier earlier today um i want to know if it's my browser thing or if there's an issue i need to look into um or you can just go to buymecoffee.com slash liberaldan radio or you can also venmo me as well just make sure to do friends and family because uh, you're not buying anything from me um anywho hey wes thank you for joining one of the Liberal Dan Radio patrons as well, as is Jolie and Aaron. Um, let's see. In the Big Rock Candy Mountain, you can go and get your reward. Hmm. Not sure. Anyway, so later on in a little bit, we're going to be talking about the Restrict Act, um, something that uh, supposedly is for uh, the banning of TikTok because TikTok has been made to be the ultra evil. Yeah, if you listen to Hal's show, uh, you will, uh, Hal does not like TikTok. Um, and there are lots of people who don't like TikTok. There are people who don't have problems with TikTok. And um, it's a tool, and you have to take it as, I guess, seriously as, as, as any tool would um, and treat it, you know, as cautiously as you might use any other uh, tool. Um, I don't take it that seriously, but I do use it. Um, Anyway, but we're going to go into, into what this law does and, and what this law really is and what it really isn't. So, uh, but first, briefly, uh, the Nashville topic. Um, first, let, let, let's play Hypocrite of the Week because the Hypocrite of the Week does deal with the Nashville shooting. This week's Hypocrites of the Week are all the Republicans who have given condolences to the friends and families of all the victims of all the mass shootings. These hypocrites have yet to give any solution on how to solve the problem of all these mass shootings. These hypocrites have instead actively worked to make it easier to obtain and carry guns. We need red flag laws, universal background checks, and waiting periods. Period. To see who next week's Hypocrite of the Week will be, tune in to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on Liberal Dan Radio on YouTube and blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. So there you go. I mean, I personally do not have a problem with law-abiding citizens owning guns. Um, I, I don't think I don't have a problem with it. I, I do have a problem with not having background checks for every single transfer of ownership of one gun to another person. That there, that is, there are loopholes that currently exist that allow the transfer of ownership from one gun to another person uh, without a background check, which will would allow somebody to obtain a gun who should not be able to obtain a gun, i.e., private gun sales and gun gifts. 
uh, inheritances of guns from one person to another. If you're going to transfer ownership from one gun to another person, there should be a background check and there should be a paper trail so you could know, hey, this gun was owned by this person, is now owned by this person, and there you go. And then if it's reported stolen, you could know, hey, oh, this gun was used in this crime, but it was reported stolen by this person, so therefore this person is no longer responsible for the crime that was committed with this gun. Um, red flag laws, because if somebody is uh, deemed to be uh, not so wacko and they should have due process when it comes to the red flag laws and you should just have to go through a judge, you should have to go through a hearing so if it's to, to, in order to permanently lose your ability to, to not be able to possess a, a weapon of, of any sort. Uh, but if somebody is deemed to be a danger to themselves or to other people, then maybe they should be restricted from being able to possess a firearm and or other dangerous types of weapons and et cetera. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, most people should be able to have a weapon, but we need to make sure that it's done safely and properly. Um, yes, I would have no problem with P-dubs. I would have no problem with also an, an insurance requirement. Um, of course, one of the biggest problems is the NRA because the NRA is not about gun ownership rights. The NRA is about the ability to the NRA protects gun sellers. NRA does not protect gun owners. It pretends to protect gun owners, but no, the NRA is only worried about the ability to sell guns, not the ability of people to own guns. They don't care. The NRA didn't stop the uh, California from coming in and stopping the Black Panthers from carrying guns. They didn't care about that. They only cared about the sale of guns. They had no problem with them taking guns away from the Black Panthers, for example. So... Um, we have 10 viewers. Do I want to play the other bit real quick? Do I want to wait on the other bit real quick? I don't know. I want to start the other topic fairly quickly. Um, yeah, the NRA has not been about any of that since Ronnie Reagan. Yeah, well, well what can I say? Um, Webb, you're more likely to use it on yourself or someone in your family, and you're more likely to have it be turned on you. Like there, there was a study that some, somebody shared once on my wall or it was basically was where somebody was arguing uh, for the self-defense argument. And they said, well, you're more than likely somebody breaks in your house with, and you have a gun. That person is more than likely to be able to you're more than likely to have the gun turned on you than you're likely to be able to use it to defend yourself. So um, daily news, thank the left for the sport. I, hey, I think Black Panther should be able to if, if, if the extreme right can have guns, the extreme the extreme, if, if white supremacists can have guns, then black supremacists should be able to have guns too. That's my stance on it. There you go. <laughs> um, if insurance companies had to pay out every time someone used an insured gun to kill people, insurance companies would put the pressure on her. Absolutely. That's right. And insurance companies would then make it more expensive for people to, uh, um, insurance companies would make it more expensive for uh, people to pay their premiums. And as such, you would have to then, you would either have to have things locked up, you'd have to prove that you were responsible with your guns, et cetera. Um, see, the most expensive gun I own is a paintball gun, which are called markers, but people call them guns. Yeah. Um, if we were invaded by Indiana, the National Guard would give us a gun. <laughs> uh, anyway. Let's go ahead. We're going to go ahead, and I usually don't play the bit back-to-back -back like this, but I do want to go ahead and start my review of 
um, of the law, of the proposed law, the Restrict Act, and going over a review of it. So, so, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to play this week's words of redneck wisdom. For this week's words of redneck wisdom, get out your proverbial bingo cards, folks. You need to get out your proverbial bingo cards because we're going to be playing conservative bingo. See if any of y'all think you would get conservative bingo or conservative buzzword bingo listening to this guy talk. And now, words of redneck wisdom brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. I was listening to the professor talk about the soul of Adolf Hitler, but uh, I'm afraid Adolf uh, ain't got nothing on these uh, uh, NWO uh, uh, leaders. That uh, We've been under a one-world government ever since uh, COVID hit these shores. Uh, and uh, it's not nobody like Hitler that's in Chuck pulling the strings. It's, it's the Antichrist himself. And uh, this is a this is a battle between good and evil, and uh, we need to wake up to that number one. But this, I like comment on this thing uh, uh, about uh, Donald Trump. It's just a, another distraction, another smokescreen. The, the charge they got him on is a misdemeanor, and the uh, statutes has run out on that. And even if they make a felony out of it, seven years. Uh, uh, a felony uh, statute run out in five. It, it's just uh, to get us talking about something besides the Biden crime family, which is, is just a drop in the bucket to the agenda of death that the, that the Antichrist and the worshipers of him, these sick pedophile Satanists uh, that are perpetrating on this planet right now. Uh, nothing. It, it's it's just a, a grain of sand and a jar full of sand. And this concludes Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. I don't know about you, I think I might have gotten bingo with that one. Only thing they were missing is uh, uh, abortion, maybe. Um, let's see. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, sounds like the loonies they used to hear on our bell. Yeah. Or uh, George Norrie, I think, now is the new guy. Uh, did I do the redneck, Dan? I, I, I mean, I could do a, a similar type of redneck type of voice right there. Funny story. Back in the day, I used, there was this website called Shotgun Barrel Straight, and I used to, when I would do the words of redneck wisdom, I would read from that website, I would read what he wrote, and sometimes it would hurt my brain, the stuff that I would read, because, woo boy, that stuff would, would be some some real stupid stuff, but yeah, I would do it in this kind of voice. I, I would read that sort of stuff, but and I would be reading reading like I would be a redneck. But no, that that voice right there was 
live on the radio the other day. I think it was the 20th, I, I reckon. Do I still have that one? I might still have the original words of redneck wisdom on. Yeah, I do. Uh, Did I read this one or was this one? Was this one the first guy? I mean, I don't know if I read this one. This is the initial, the first words of redneck wisdom. Now, this week's Words of Redneck Wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Race mixing is all the rage, and to deny it is blasphemy. Literally, I've been condemned to hell by Christians because I oppose race mixing. Americans have given up on traditional Anglo-Saxon mindsets and attitudes. It may be naive to try reasoning them back to sanity. Once the salt loses its saltiness, how can it get salty again? You have just heard more words of redneck wisdom brought to you by Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Yes, so there you go. Once the salt loses its saltiness, it can never be salty again. Whew. Yes, that, that was some wonderful redneck racist stuff that I done found on the internet. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes it hurts. Was this the? There's this another. I think this might have been the guy that that started it all, though. And now this week's words of redneck wisdom, brought to you by Liberal Dad Radio. As they got closer and were noticed, throngs of the counter protesters turned around and confronted them. Insults and profanities flew, and someone threw a brick into the Confederates. And no, someone- that's not it. That's that's not it. There, the, the, the initial guy that, that prompted the words of Redneck Wisdom was some guy who went to, I don't know if it was CPAC, I think it might have been CPAC, and there was like a, a, a group of black conservatives at the CPAC conference, and they were talking about um, Frederick Douglass, and this white guy goes into the meeting with, that, with all of the black conservatives talking about Frederick Douglass, and he was questioning why they were talking about Frederick Douglass and why weren't they talking about Booker T. Washington. And they were like, well, a lot of people called Booker T. Washington the next Frederick Douglass. And they were talking about how, um, how Frederick Douglass was, was a good person and how he was impressive because he wrote a letter to his uh, former slave owner for forgiving him. Uh, and, and the white guy was like, forgiving him for what? Giving him a place to stay and food to eat? And I was just like, what? And all the people in the room were just like, what? So, yeah, that, that's the guy that, that prompted uh, words of redneck wisdom. What's up, Cynthia? Hey, Elizabeth, MJ, Bicycle Mike, uh, Megan. What is going on? Anybody else that I missed? I don't know. Anyway, we got more viewers now. Okay, let's let's. I feel good. I've wasted enough time going over some past words of redneck wisdom. Uh, let's go ahead and and talk about the subject of the night. I hope, I hope that Daily News is still. Hey, Jackie. I hope that uh, Daily News is still around because I want to see if we agree on this. Um. So. There's been a lot of discussion going on about the attempts, uh, a Congress looking into 
flat out banning TikTok. Now, Biden had given, I guess, the executive order where every, every federal phone, every, every federally owned phone. So if you had a work phone from the federal government that you were no longer allowed to have TikTok on that phone, it could no longer be installed on your phone. That's fine. The federal government has your phone. I mean, I have a work phone. I'm not loading any sort of social media on my phone, not Facebook, not Twitter, not anything. Unless work wants me to put it on the phone and do work with Facebook or Twitter or whatever and do a project with it, I'm not putting any social media on my work phone. So that's my work phone. I do work on it. My personal phone has social media on it. So that's that. Um, But, you know, and as we know, most of the people who are in my chat are – also been in Hal, and everybody again has heard Hal's rants about TikTok, and I don't necessarily agree with everything that Hal says on TikTok. I mean, I, I've said talked about this before. Um, I took uh, my employer has a very thorough course on the importance of data security and how important it is to make sure that you're very careful with everything in the law firm that you're not leaking anything that you're very careful with your data and the course that we took dealing with data security the person who gave the course or was representing how to be careful with your data security gave his tiktok channel account out so i'm like if this guy is a data security guy and he's giving out his tiktok account maybe it's not that bad (laughs) maybe not i don't know so, I have food right here. It's bothering me. Anyway, so, so, but we heard, and we heard, oh, the federal government's going to be talking about banning of TikTok. And you have, you know, the conservatives that are rallying around it because, oh, it's China, and, you know, China's spying on our stuff. And you have Democrats who are also concerned about it. And you have some Democrats who are concerned that the only reason we're doing this is because of xenophobia or what have you. And look, if China is literally spying on us with this, Fine, yeah, okay, yeet it. But this bill, according to this account and other people who said it, <clears throat> doesn't just ban TikTok. All right? So we're going to go over this thread from at Empress Alvara on Twitter. Follow her. I'm giving her a shout-out because I think it's a, well, it's a well-written summary of the act. But we're going to go over the we're going to go over the um, text of the actual law itself as well, just to see what it actually says beyond just this person's uh, discussion of it. So, says, so Empress Alvarez says, well, the mask is off. If it was ever really on, as I predicted, the TikTok ban has evolved into blatant censorship of the Internet. Let's talk about it. Big rant incoming. But if you enjoy continuing to have even some semblance of personal freedom you're going to want to listen. Bill, Senate Bill 686, also known as the Restrict Bill, a.k.a. the TikTok ban, can be read in full here. If you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, I put a link in the description. If you're watching on YouTube, I put a link directly uh, in the YouTube description as well. So if you want to read along with me, you can. Um, when I get to the reading along of the bill, um, I've also retweeted this tweet this thread on my Twitter account, Liberal Day and Radio on Twitter, if you want to read along with me on this one as well. 
<clears throat> she goes, however, I intend to summarize the most significant parts, if you'll bear with me a moment. First off, this bill will ban the use of hardware such as modems, routers, home cameras, etc., and virtual tech such as VPN if they are manufactured by or used to contact and deal with, for, quote, foreign adversaries, end quote. Note that while a summative list of, quote, foreign adversaries, end, end quote, is given in the bill, it is subject to change at any time without warning. And it's fine. You know, yeah, you know, you don't want people to communicate with, like, Iran, let's say. Fine. Don't communicate with Iran and maybe don't buy modems from Iran because maybe they might have malware in it. That might, that's fine. Okay. I'm fine with that. Not a biggie. Um, this bill will make the use of VPNs to bypass bans on apps slash content, such as TikTok, a criminal act, punishable by a minimum imprisonment of 20 years at a minimum fine of 250000 or $1 million, depending on if you knowingly did so for the explicit purpose of accessing banned content. So if you're like a 17-year-old kid and you set up a VPN because you want to access TikTok, you could, you could get fined $250,000 and go to jail for 20 years? That's crazy. Now, just a VPN, for those who don't know, virtual private, virtual private network. Um, many people like, will use a VPN to make a secure connection. Like I use a VPN to connect from my house to my work to make it a secure connection so that people can't like hack into it and see the packets that are going back and forth from my computer at home to my network at work. Some people use VPNs to kind of spoof. Uh, where they're located. So like, let's say you're in America and you want to stream a show that's from the BBC, but the BBC only wants to play for people in England. Um, sometimes the VPN can help you do that. Um, but if you're going to use the VPN to bypass bans on app and, apps and content, you can do so. And apparently it's going to get fined 250000 to a million dollars. The bill gives the federal government the power to access and monitor any activity from suspected devices, virtual or otherwise, without telling anyone. This essentially gives them the power to spy on you without your knowledge or consent, monitoring you, monitoring you at all times. This includes routers, modems, online video games, streaming apps, social media, ring cameras, and other home camera systems, smart thermostats, literally anything that makes use of the Internet. If that's true, that's problematic. Hey, Kim Chi, how's it going? Uh, the method which this will be done is by the president appointing a secretary of communication who forms their own independent group without any votes or democratic selection. That group can make any decisions behind closed doors without disclosing anything whatsoever. <clears throat> decisions banning whatever they deem to be appropriate, inappropriate or threatening content or otherwise deemed a threat to national security at any time without disclosure or voter input. And remember, accessing said content would be a crime under this bill. If this passes, they can go through your text messages, your emails, your Snapchat, your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, and your private messages, and any social media, anything that uses the internet, and can censor it and prosecute anyone who disobeys this restriction. In summation, this bill effectively bans anything at all the government deems inappropriate for whatever reason, very fast, without warning, without voter input, and further allows the government to spy on you directly through anything that makes use of the internet 24-7. It is, without exaggeration, one of the most hard and genuine threats to freedom of speech, freedom of expression, 
freedom of assembly and the overall rights and the freedoms of Americans everywhere, especially the right to privacy. Everyone should be thoroughly invested in shooting this bill down as it could result in the breaking up of mass communication methods, the targeted suppression of minority groups, the immediate squashing of dissent in any form, wherever it may be, and a true totalitarian state. It is the biggest step towards the worst case scenario. Please, if you have the time, contact your representatives, make it clear you do not support this bill, and that if they vote for the bill, you support their opponents in the next primary, call them, email them, whatever works, spread this information around in whatever way you see fit. It is imperative that the bill does not get passed, and I'm sure we all see why, yet I haven't seen anyone talking about it as of yet, despite how extremely concerning it is. There's extremely too much going on all at once to be able to cover everything, so we have to work together to share information, exercise the rights to assembly and free speech while those rights still exist. We do, hopefully, these rights will continue to exist. What's up, Demonox? Um, <laughs> Daily News, I'm safe with MySpace. Not, no, you're not. If they deem that MySpace is horrible, then you're not safe with MySpace. So, again, this is the uh, React Act, the Restrict Act, I'm sorry. It's the Restrict Act, or maybe the Overreact Act, maybe we should call it. Um, again, if you, li- if you click on the link that I put in the description of the YouTube video, right on top, or <clears throat> if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, the link is there as well, or if you Google Restrict Act, it's there as well. Um, it was introduced March 7th, uh, Mr. Warner for himself, Mr. Thune, Ms. Baldwin, Ms. Fisher, Mr. Manchin, Mr. Moran, Mr. Bennett, Mr. Sullivan, Ms. G- Mrs. Gillibrand, Ms. Collins, Mr. Heinrich, Mr. Romney, and Ms. K- Mrs. Capito uh, introduced the following bill, which was read twice and referred to the Committee on Commerce, Science, and Transportation. Okay, a bill to authorize the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between purses in the United States and foreign adversaries and for other purposes. Section one, short title, this act may be cited as the restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology. Okay, so that's what restrict stands for. So the R in restrict is restricting. Restricting the, emer- restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology act or restrict act. That's, that's, that's the... That's, the, what's the, that's what restrict stands for. So it's definitions. So classified national security information, the term, quote, classified national security information means information, <coughs> excuse me, that means that's been determined pursuant to executive order uh, or any predecessor or successor to require protection against unauthorized disclosure. Fine. We're all fine with classified information not being disseminated. That shouldn't be necessarily that problematic. Controlled holding, term controlled holding means a holding with the power, whether direct or indirect, and whether exercise, not exercise, determine, direct, or decide important matters affecting an entity. Okay. Covered holding means regardless of how or when such holding was or will be obtained or otherwise come to have been held a controlling holding held directly or indirectly in an ICTS covered holding. That just sounds ridiculous. Let's see if we need to, let's see, a covered transaction means a transaction in which an entity described in subparagraph B has any interest or a contract, blah, blah, blah. Covered entities, a foreign adversary, an entity subject to the jurisdiction of, 
uh, or organized under the laws of a foreign entity or an entity owned, directed, or controlled by a person described in subparagraph A or B. Non-evasion, the term covered transaction includes any other transaction, blah, blah, blah. The term covered transaction includes current, past, or potential future transaction. Uh, entity, the term entity is the following, a firm, a government, a labor union, a fraternal or social organization, a partnership, a trust, a joint venture, a corporation, a group, subgroup, or other association, whether an organized for profit or nonprofit. Uh, foreign adversary means any foreign government or regime determined by the secretary pursuant to section three and five to have engaged in a long-term pattern of serious instances Conducts that differently adverse to national security of the United States uh, includes, unless removed by the Secretary pursuant to Section 6, China, um, the People's Republic of China, the Republic of Cuba, Iran, Korea, Russia, Venezuela. Let's see, holding means equity interest, a stock, a security, a share, a partnership interest, a limited interest in the limited LLC, membership interest. All right, let's just skip over this. definitions unless we need to come back. Um, Let's see. Addressing information and communication technology products and services that pose undue or unacceptable risk. I'm going to have to, let's see, swing back to say. Cynthia from Texas, I used to say that I wish people would be this excited about politics, about football. This is not what I meant. (laughs) True. Um, Hold on. Kelly Anderson, who are the co-sponsors of the bill? I'll I'll rewind. Hold on. Ah, Hold on. Hit the wrong thing. It's in the Senate. And it is Senator Warner, Thune, Baldwin, Fisher, Manchin, Moran, Bennett, Sullivan, Gillibrand, Collins, Heinrich, Romney, and Capito. Capito. I don't know if it's Capito or Capito. Okay. Section three. Addressing information. Let's see. I forget which tech article I was reading, Demonox says, but essentially based on the language of the Restrict Act, VPNs could very well be considered illegal, and that would be very problematic for my job, especially if I'm going to continue working from home. Um, In general, the secretary, in consultation with the relevant executive department and agency heads, is authorized to and shall take action to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate, including by negotiating, entering into, or imposing, enforcing any mitigation measure to address any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States that the Secretary determines poses an undue or unacceptable risk of sabotage, subversion, of the design, integrity, manufacturing, production, distribution, installation, operation, or maintenance of information and communication technology products and services in the United States, catastrophic effects on the security resilience of the critical infrastructure and digital economy of the United States, 
interfering in, altering the results of a reported result of a federal election as determined in coordination with the Attorney General, the National Director of Intelligence, the Secretary of Treasury, and the Federal Election Commission, or coercive or criminal activities by foreign adversary that are designed to undermine democratic processes or end institutions or steer policy or regulatory decisions in favor of strategic objectives of a foreign adversary to the detriment of the national security of the United States, as determined in coordination with the Attorney General, the Director of National Intelligence, the Secretary of Treasury, and the Federal Election Commission, or otherwise poses an undue, unacceptable risk to the national security of the United States or the safety of United States persons. Jesus, like, that's so vague, it could be made to mean anything. I mean, come on. In procedure, in general, not later than 100, uh, I scrolled too far. Not later than 180 days after the date of enactment of this act, the secretary, in consultation with the relevant executive department and agency head, shall review any transaction described in subsection A to determine not later than 180 days after the date in which the secretary made such review, if such a transaction poses an undue or unacceptable, unacceptable risk under subsection A2 and qualifies as a covered transaction, B, with respect to the transaction found to pose an undue or unacceptable risk, qualified as a covered transaction to determine whether it should be prohibited or any other action should be taken to mitigate uh, the effects of the covered transactions. Public explanations, if practicable and consistent with the national security and law enforcement interests of the United States, in coordination and in cooperation with the Director of National Intelligence, the Secretary shall publish information in a declassified form to explain how a covered transaction that the Secretary denied or otherwise mitigated under paragraph one meets the criteria established under subsection A. So if it's not practicable, or if it is practicable, but, it's, but, but the declassified form might just be all blacked out letters, <clears throat> the letter just may all be all, we've banned this because certain administrative procedure requirements inapplicable. The section 533 of the United not apply to any regulation promulgated pursuant to paragraph one. See, addressing information and communications, technology products, and services holdings that pose undue or unacceptable risk. In general, the secretary shall identify and refer to the president any covered holding that the secretary determines in consultation with the relevant executive department and agency head poses an undue, unacceptable risk to the national security of the United States or the safety of the United States persons. Uh, procedure, review, and referral. Secretary shall, by regulation, establish procedures by which secretary in consultation with the relevant executive department and agency head shall conduct reviews of Holdings to determine if such holdings constitute covered holdings that pose an undue, unacceptable risk and refer to the president um, to, pose an un to pose such risk. I'm kind of just rescanning it, not reading every single word. Um, at any time preceding the issuance of the regulations, the secretary may identify and refer to the president. Uh, any of these holdings... Secretary in the sole unreviewable unre discretion of the secretary determines this verbal would be in the interest of national security. Um, do, 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 do. Let's see. The president determines the covered holding poses an undue, unacceptable risk. The president may take such actions as appropriate to mitigate the risk. Um, The authority to compel divestment of a covered holding may only be exercised by the president. Uh, considerations, party information and communication technology areas. 
information and communications technology products or services used by a party to covered transaction in sector designed as critical infrastructure, uh, software, harder, hardware, or any other product or service integral to telecommunication products or service, including wireless networks, mobile networks, satellite payloads, satellite operations, cable access points, wireline access points, networking systems, long, short, and backhaul networks, or computer edge computer platforms, any software, hardware, or any other product or service integral to data hosting or computer services that use processes, retains, or is expected to use, process, or retain sensitive personal data with respect to greater than 1 million persons in the United States at any point during the year preceding the date in which the covered transaction is referred to, including internet hosting services, cloud-based computing and data storage, machine learning, predictive analytics, data science, managed services, content delivery services, internet or network-enabled sensors, webcams, endpoint surveillance, monitoring devices, modems, home networking devices, if greater than 1 million units have been sold to persons in the United States at any point during the year, Unmanned vehicles, including drones and other aerial systems, autonomous or semi-autonomous vehicles, or any other product or service integral to provision or maintenance or management of such products, software designed or used primarily connecting with communicating with the internet that is in use by greater than 1 million persons at any point during the year, um, including desktop, mobile, gaming, payments, web-based applications, um, artificial intelligence, machine learning, quantum key distribution, quantum communications, quantum computing, cryptography, autonomous systems, advanced robots, biotechnology, synthetic biology, computational biology, e-commerce technology and services, including any electronic techniques for Jesus. Um, in determining whether a covered transaction poses an undue or acceptable risk under Section 3 or 4A, Secretary shall determine the appropriate consultation. Secretary may, in consultation with the Director of National Intelligence, designate any foreign government regime as a foreign adversary if the Secretary finds that the foreign government regime is engaged in a long-term pattern. Secretary may, in consultation with the Director of National Intelligence, remove the designation of foreign government as a regime of foreign adversary. Yeah, so there you go. <clears throat> Let's see. No later than 15 days before the date which the Secretary makes removes the designation the secretary shall by classified communication notify the president pro temp the majority leader minority leader of the senate the speaker and the minority leader of the house of representatives and relevant committees of congress in writing of the intent to designate a foreign government or regime a foreign adversary under the section together with the findings made of the subsection with respect to the foreign government regime and the factual basis therefore so the person who is deemed given the ability to just name a government a foreign adversary or remove a government as a foreign adversary, that person just has to say um, 15 days before it happens, hey, this, guy's, these this country is an adversary now. <clears throat> or say, hey, this guy, this company, country is not an adversary now. There's no check and balance on it. It's just, hey, here you guys, here you guys go. There's a note. Here's my. I'm passing you a note. This is what I'm doing. You can't do anything about it, but I'm just letting you know. What? Let's see. Resolution of disapproval of designation. Let's see. I guess maybe here's where you go. Term covered joint resolution means a joint resolution of disapproval of designation or a joint resolution of disapproval of removal of designation. Uh, the term joint resolution of disapproval of designation means a joint resolution of the matter after resolving the clause in which follows that Congress disapproves the designation by the Secretary of Commerce, blank, as a foreign adversary for purposes of securing, blah, 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 blah. 
the term joint resolution of disapproval. The removal shall have no force of effect until the Secretary of Commerce provides specific evidence to the relevant committees. In the event that the Secretary designates a foreign government regime as a foreign adversary or removes, is introduced 60 day calendar period. During the 60 day calendar period provided for the paragraph, the covered joint resolution may be introduced in the Senate, in the House. So they have 60 days. So I guess if, if they do it and, and, and they disagree, I guess the House and Senate have 60 days to force them to approve it. So I guess there is some checks and balances on it. Joint resolution of disapproval or removal of designation is that is enacted in accordance with the section shall prohibit the removal of a designation of a foreign adversary of a foreign government or regime that is the subject of a joint resolution. Jeez. It's like made so too difficult than what it has to be. Um, Following the passage of a joint covered joint resolution in the Senate, the Senate then receives a companion measure from the House. The companion measure should not be debatable. Um, let's see. Implementing authorities, regulations. In carrying out the responsibilities under this act, the secretary may establish such rules, regulations, and procedures as the secretary considers appropriate. Blank check. There's a blank check right there. Um, MJ Daniel sounds like a bad bill to me. Sounds like a very bad bill to me so far. Um, classes of transactions in conducting reviews, promulgating regulations, implementing prohibitions or other mitigation members, measures or otherwise carrying out the responsibilities under this act, secretary may take, may take, take action with respect to both individual covered transactions and classes of covered transactions, other authorities. Um, the secretary may issue guidance, including advisory opinions to establish procedures to carry out this act. Lists of foreign persons. The secretary may create lists of foreign persons that may be subject to prohibitions and related mechanisms to revise and update such lists periodi periodically. Secretary may undertake any act, any other action is necessary to carry out the responsibilities under this act that is not otherwise prohibited by law. Okay. Um, advisory committees. Secretary may appoint technical advisory committees to advise the secretary in carrying out the responsibilities. Under this act, Chapter 10 of Part 1, Title 5, U.S. Code shall not apply to any meeting of such an advisory committee held pursuant to uh, Chapter 10 of Part 1, Title 5. Let's see. What is that? Chapter 10, Part 1, Title 5. What is that? See, Title V, Chapter 10, Part 1. Did I find the right one? Is that right? Hold on. Did I find the right one? Hold on. I think I lost my place. There we go. Title five, 
part one. Come on. I'm having problems with this one. Uh, Title five, part one. Chapter chapter ten. Okay. So I did find the right one. Federal advisory committees. So so this is a federal advisory committee, but this advisory committee is not subject to any meeting of this. This advisory committee is not subject to this to the rule on federal advisory committees. What? Um, so this 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 act says. The need for many existing advisory committees has not been adequately reviewed. New advisory committees should be established only when they are determined to be essential and their number should be kept to a minimum necessary. Advisory committees should be terminated when they are no longer carrying out the purpose for which they are established. Standards and uniform procedures should should govern the establishment, operation, administration, duration of advisory committees. Congress and the public should be kept informed with respect to the number, purpose, membership activities, and cost of advisory committees, the function of advisory committees should be advisory only, and all matters of their, under their consideration should be determined in accordance with the law by the official agency or officer involved. So basically, in, what was this, 1972, the short title of the 1972 Act basically was like, hey, this is, this is what we, there's too many federal advisory committees and we don't think we should have so many. So we should make sure that we have these advisory committees uh, under under wraps and make sure that their uh, that their purposes are spelled out properly. And that we need to make sure that we that we're transparent about these things and to make sure uh, that that their costs are spelled out and that they're they don't overstay their welcome. And and this bill basically says screw that we're going to exempt this advisory committee from the general rule about advisory committees. How about them apples? Hey, Andrea, how's it going? How's your hand? Is it feeling any better? Let's see. All right. Information to be furnished. In general, the secretary may require any party to a transaction or holding under review or investigation pursuant to that to furnish under oath in the form of reports or otherwise at any time, as may be required by the secretary, complete information relative to this act, transaction, or holding subject to the provisions of this act. Authority in carrying out the act, the secretary may require that information or reports be required to be submitted under subsection A, include the production of any documents related to the act, transaction, or property related to the transaction or holding. These, this wording is like purposely ridiculous, and that they, they word these things in this way and not in plain English, basically to say to confuse the hell out of everybody. The Affordable Care Act, while like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages long, was much easier to read than this crap. Um, so basically, this basically means the secretary can require that people give him information as he deems necessary um, so that he can, or he or she can, uh, or they can, uh, whatchamacallit, 
Any person producing any document, the secretary pursuant to the section shall produce the document in the format usable by the Department of Commerce, which may be detailed in the request, otherwise agreed to by the parties, confidentially, and disclosure of information in general, uh, any information or document not otherwise publicly or commercially available that has not been submitted to the secretary on this act shall not be released publicly except to the extent required by law. Uh, secretary may disclose information or documents that are not otherwise publicly or commercially available in the following circumstances, uh, pursuant to an administrative judicial proceeding, act of Congress, uh, request from a committee in Congress, uh, request from a federal, state, or local entity, any party to whom the information uh, consents to disclosure, if the secretary determines in the sole and unreviewable discretion of the secretary that the release of such information is in the national interest of the United States or any other purpose authorized by federal law um, enforcement, the president shall rely on, including by delegation, the secretary and the heads of other federal agencies as appropriate to conduct investigations of violations or authorization of order mitigation measure regulation prohibition under this act, um, actions by designees in conducting investigations, designated offices or employees of federal agencies described may, to the extent of necessary, to enforce this act, exercise such authority as conferred upon them by any other federal law subject to the policies by the Attorney General. Permitted activities. Here we go. Officers and employees of agencies authorized to conduct investigations under subject section A may inspect, search, detain, seize, or impose temporary denial orders with respect to items in any form or conveyance, conveyances on which it is believed that there are items that have been or are being or are about to be imported into the United States in violation of this act or any other applicable federal law, require, inspect, obtain books, records, and any other information from any person subject to provisions of this act or other applicable federal law, administer oaths, affirmations, and by subpoena require any person to appear and testify or to appear and produce books, records, and other writings, or both, and obtain court orders and initial legal process to an extent authorized under chapters 119, 121, 206, or any other applicable law. So let's see, let's, let's go back over that a second. Inspect, search, detain, seize, or impose temporary denial orders with respect to items in any form. Um, so that's import. Inspect, require, inspect, obtain, that's books or records. Um, so let's see, actions by the Attorney General. Attorney General may bring an appropriate action on district court for relief, including declaratory injunctive divestment relief against any person who violates this act, uh, unlawful acts. It shall be unlawful for a person to violate or attempt to violate, conspire to violate, or cause a violation of any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, prohibition or other authorization or directive issued under this act, including any unlawful acts described in paragraph two, specific unlawful acts. The unlawful acts described in this paragraph are the following. Here we go. No person may engage in any conduct prohibited or contrary to refrain from engaging in any conduct required by any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, member, prohibition, or any other authorization or directive issued under this act. That was a mouthful. No person may cause or aid, abet, counsel, command, induce, procure, permit, or approve the doing of any act prohibited by or the omission of any act required by any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, prohibition, or other authorization or directive issued under this act. Jesus. Uh, no person may solicit or attempt a violation of any 
regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, prohibition, or authorization, or directive issued under this act, no person may conspire or act in concert with one or more or one or more other person in any manner or for any purpose to bring about or to do any act that constitutes a violation of any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, measure prohibition, or any other authorization or directive issued under this act. No person may, whether directly or indirectly through any other person, make any false or misleading representation, statement, or certification, or falsify or conceal any material fact to the Department of Commerce or any official or of any other executive department or agency in the course of the investigation or action subject to this act or any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, member, prohibition, or other authorization or directive issued thereunder or in connection with the preparation, submission, issuance, use, or maintenance of any report filed or required to be filed pursuant to this act or regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, prohibition, or authorization, direction, issued thereunder. <clears throat> Mouthful. No person may engage in any transaction or take any other action with intent to evade the provisions of this act. I think that's where it's like you can't take a VPN and, and try and get around by using, using TikTok. Uh, or any uh, regulation, order, direction, mitigation, member, prohibition, or other authorization issued thereunder. No person may fail to refuse or comply with any reporting or record-keeping requirement of fact or any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, measure, prohibition, or other authorization directive issued thereunder, except as specifically authorized in this subchapter, any regulation, order, direction, mitigation, member, or other authorization or directive issued thereunder, or in writing by the Department of Commerce, no person may alter the any order, direction, mitigation, measure, or authorization or directive issued under this act or any related regulation. <sighs> Craziness. They're trying to subvert the interstate commerce law, I think. Well, I think – I don't necessarily know if it's the interstate commerce law. I mean, I, I think they have jurisdiction over this because of the interstate commerce law. But, I mean, I think they're abusing – that and they're all i think they're abused they're using that plus they're using the the fact that they're in they can also regulate international like over across international borders trade over the federal government can control interstate trade and the federal government can control international trade like across our international borders as well so that that's definitely two things that the federal government has the ability to regulate and that's fine and the federal government has the ability and has the responsibility, I would say, to protect our citizenry from threats. So if there are legitimate threats from internal or external threats, the federal government has a responsibility to protect us from them. No question. And the federal government should be protecting us from them. No question. Is this an example of something that the federal government should be doing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think it's going way too far. I think that it's way too vague. I think it's giving this government agency way too much power. I think, I think this can allow them to get away with charging anybody anything and stopping anything that they want to. I think it's far too dangerous. I, I, I don't think it's a very good law. Now, it could be altered and edited at any time. There, there may be things that might be changed and, and amended over the course of the duration of this bill. Maybe it'll be fixed. To, to, to Maybe they're starting off with a bill that is just horrible and they're going to 
negotiate out the stuff and make it a better bill? I don't know. I don't know how they do that. I mean, you'd have to get rid of a lot of stuff in this bill to make it a better bill, an easier to understand bill, because a lot of it is, is very vague language that can be shoehorned to cover almost anything you want. Right, so civil penalties. The secretary may impose the following civil penalties on a person for each violation by that person of this act or any regulation, order, direction, mitigation measure, prohibition, or other authorization issued under this act. A fine of not more than $250,000 or an amount that is twice the value of the transaction that is the basis of the violation with respect to which the penalty is imposed, whichever is greater. Revocation of any mitigation measure or authorization issued under this act to the person. Criminal penalties in general, a person who willfully commits, willfully attempts to commit, or willfully conspires to commit, or aids and abets abets in the commission of an unlawful act described in Subsection A, shall upon conviction be fined not more than $1 million, or if a natural person may be imprisoned for not more than 20 years, or both. So if you're a corporation, you you can get fined not more than $1 million. If you're a person... You, you can get fined not more than a million dollars and also go to jail. Um, Jolie, I'm not doing calls at this point. Um, civil forfeiture. Forfeiture. In general, any property, real or personal, tangible or intangible, used in, or intended to be used in any manner to commit or facilitate a violation or attempted violation described in paragraph one shall be subject to forfeiture in the United States. Proceeds. Any property, real or personal, tangible or intangible, constituting or traceable to the gross proceeds taken, obtained, or retained in connection with or result of violation of attempted violation, and the credit shall be subject to forfeiture. Again, that's typical. I mean, I don't like for civil assets forfeiture laws, but that's typical. Um, seizures and forfeitures under the subsection shall be governed by the provisions of Chapter 46, Title 18, U.S. Code, relating to civil forfeitures, except such duties as are imposed by the Secretary of Treasury, under the custom laws as described, whatever shall be performed by such officers, agents, or other persons, as may be designated for that purpose, blah, blah, blah. Criminal forfeiture. Any person who is convicted under paragraph one shall, in addition to other penalties, forfeit to the United States any property uh, used or intended to be used in any manner to commit or facilitate a violation, any property, real or tangible or intangible, constituting or traceable to the gross proceeds taken, obtained, or blah, 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 blah. Uh, the criminal forfeiture, regular, how, how you would normally take it. Uh, judicial review in this section termed classified information. Um, any material that has been determined to be uh, required protection, uh, notwithstanding any other provision. Um, let's see. Court of Appeals shall have exclusive jurisdiction. The Court of Appeals... The United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit shall have exclusive jurisdiction over claims arising under this act against the United States, any executive department or agency, or any component or official of an executive department or agency subject to review of the Supreme Court by the United States. So wait, so, so regardless of wherever, wherever it happens, it, it only goes to the United States Court of Appeals? What? Or is it just classified information that that happens? I don't know. That's kind of weird. 
All unclassified information contained in the administrative record filed pursuant to paragraph two is not otherwise privileged or subject to statutory protection shall be provided to the petitioner with appropriate protections for any privilege or confidential trade secrets and commercial financial information. Um, Oh, I skipped down too far. Limitation of authority of the secretary. This should be good. It's a very short paragraph. Secretary may not initiate a review of any transaction that involves the acquisition of information and communications technology product or service by a United States person as a part of the transaction authorized under a United States government industrial security program or to meet an articulable national security or law enforcement requirement. So, so if, you, if you're uh, CIA or the FBI or the police or, or whatever, you can do whatever you want. You're not, you're not applicable to these laws. Um, do miscellaneous paperwork reduction act. Yeah. Okay. Um, to expedite the ability of the secretary to implement this act, the secretary may appoint without regard to the provisions of section 3309 through 3318 of title five to the US, U.S. code, candidates directly to the positions in the competitive service as defined in section 212 of that title. Let's see, title five, section 3309. Let's find that. Title five, section three. 309. So what is it? So what does it say again? Um, without regards of 3309 and 3318. Come on. So this is like points that you get. A preference is eligible to a person who receives a passing grade in examination for entrance to competitive service. Uh, examination for positions of guards, blah, blah, blah. So basically there's points that you get at, you know, for, for promotions or hiring or whatever. You can ignore that too for this, for this position because, you know, s- screw the rules when it comes to these special things, I suppose. Um, If a civil action challenging an action or finding under this act is brought and the court determines that protected information in the administrative record, including classified or other information subject to privilege or protections under any provision of law is necessary to resolve the action, that information shall be submitted ex parte and in camera to the court and the court shall maintain that information under seal that this subsection does not confer or imply any right to judicial review. Um, let's see what else 
inapplicability of the FOIA. Any information submitted to the federal government by a party to a covered transaction in accordance with this act, as well as any information the federal government may create relating to review of the covered transaction, is exempt from disclosure under the Freedom of Information Act. Severability, if any provision in this act or in the application of such provision to any person or circumstance is held to be invalid, the remainder of the act and application of the remaining provisions shall not be affected. Elizabeth, they're clearly getting to a particular item under the veil of jargon. I mean, they're using this to ban. I mean, the idea is we're banning TikTok, and this is how we're banning TikTok. I mean, they could clearly, if they wanted to just ban TikTok, they could say that they could just say the we're banning TikTok law. The we are, and they could say, we are banning TikTok. TikTok is not allowed in this country, period. End of story, signed, done. Like, they could do, just do that, and that would be the end of it. Like, or they could say, we, could, we are going to ban any software with roots in any of these countries that are deemed to be, you know, adversaries of us. So if, if you're a foreign adversary, then just if the software is based from there, fine. You can't have business in here, and that's the end of it. You don't have to make such a long, drawn-out, super ridiculous thing that basically allows for big, big brother, ridiculous, gigantic government um, ridiculousness to come in and basically insert itself everywhere it wants to. What's up, Trucker John? How's it going? Good to see you. Hey, Suzanne. Um, who else did I miss? Hey, Tim. How's it going? Magoo. Um, Daily News, I told you, and you and I would agree, agree this would be a bad law. Good. There you go. We agree. I was correct that we agree. Hey, Kinky Streets. Um, let's see. Trying to scroll through to see what I missed. Michelle Warnest sounds like overreach to me. I agree. Um, Kelly Anderson, there was a new bunch of email evidence in the Fox case released today. I did see that. Yes, that's. Um, I can't wait for the for them to come back from, I guess, their vacation or whatever, to come back and see, to see when the actual, uh, you know, indictments come down. Hopefully they do come down, finally. Um, Nick Rich, not more than 20 years and a million bucks. How, how effed can I get? Yeah, pretty much. Um Otherwise, that's what I said, Dan, they can target anyone they don't like. It's too, too broad, not to mention unnecessary. Exactly. Um, so we could agree on, on this. This is one thing that I think that, that liberals and conservatives can come together on. I, th- I think this is something that we could all come together on and, and say, hey, this is too much. This goes too far. This 
you need to go 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 back over this and start over. Let's read the summary. What does the summary say? Summary says restricting the emergence of security security threats that risk information and community Communications Technology Act. This bill requires federal actions to identify and mitigate foreign threats to information and communications technology products and services. It also establishes civil and criminal penalties for violations of the bill. Specifically, the Department of Commerce must identify, deter, and disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, and mitigate transactions involving ICT products and services in which any foreign adversary has any interest and that pose undue or unacceptable risk to the U.S. national security or safety of the U.S. persons. Additionally, um, commerce must identify and refer to the president any covered holdings, stock or security that poses an undue acceptable risk to U.S. security or the security and safety of his persons. If the president determines that a holding poses such a risk, the president may compel divestment or otherwise mitigate the risk associated with the holding. Commerce may, one, designate any foreign government or regime as a foreign adversary upon a determination that the foreign government or regime is engaged in a long-term pattern or serious instances of conduct significantly adverse to U.S. national security or the security safety of U.S. persons and remove such a designation. Commerce must notify Congress before making or removing a designation. These actions are subject to congressional disapproval. The bill outlines enforcement mechanisms, including action by the Department of See, the summary doesn't even include all the stuff that it can do. So the summary is, uh, I'm not going to say it's a lie, but the summary is incomplete. So um, I like the overview. A bill to authorize the Secretary of Commerce to review and prohibit certain transactions between persons in the United States and foreign adversaries and for other purposes. Twirl mustache. Um um, now, according now the prognosis of this. So let's let's go to uh, according to Scopos Labs, um, the bill has a five percent chance of being enacted. Um, factors considered: the bill's primary sponsor is a Democrat. The bill is assigned to the Senate Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee. The bill's primary subject is foreign trade and international finance. So let's let's see if if this link has. Anything and doesn't really say anything, so no. I don't know what I don't know by what uh, metrics they're using uh, to determine if it has a five percent chance of being enacted or not. Specifically, because there's 21 co-sponsors, 11 of them are Republicans and 10 of them are Democrats, so it has bipartisan support. It's not like it's a bill that it that it's like you know all the Democrats are supporting or all the Republicans are supporting. It has 21 co-sponsors. So let's 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 instead of reading the authors, let's read the co-sponsors. Co-sponsors: Mark Warner, Tammy Baldwin, Shelley Capito, Deb Fisher, Jerry Moran, Dan Sullivan, John Thune. Oh, I skipped. It skipped a bunch. Hold on. John Thune, Ben Lejuan. John Hickenlooper, Michael Bennett, Susan Collins, Kristen Gillibrand, Martin Heinrich, Joe Manchin, Mitt Romney, Kevin Kramer, Tim Kaine, Richard Blumenthal, Charles Grassley, Tom Tillis, Lindsey Graham, Mark Kelly. So these are people from, like, I would say, I mean, you don't, I don't think you have anybody extremely left. But you have some people who are extremely right. I mean, like Chuck Grassley, I would say, is extremely right. Uh, 
Tom Tillis, I would say, is pretty extremely right. Um, I would say Mitt Romney is extremely right, but uh, like the Jeff Cruers of the world wouldn't. Um, I mean, Mitt Romney did vote to impeach and convict, vote to convict on the second article of impeachment, uh, Donald Trump. So that automatically makes him a liberal in the eyes of the MAGA folks, which is ridiculous. But um, not sure about Shelley Capito or Deb Fisher, but I mean, who knows? Um, I don't know if they're MAGA types or not. But yeah, Grassley is definitely a far writer. Um, Thune is like Romney. Okay. But yeah, so this is a bipartisan bill. So I don't know why. I mean, I think it'll pass. I can't imagine it not passing the Senate. I mean, maybe it'll be edited. Maybe it'll be amended. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe it'll be amended. Maybe it will be. Uh, maybe maybe it'll get amended if it gets to the House. Who knows if it'll pass the House? Who knows what the Republican-controlled House will do with it? Let's see. Demonax, we had Mitt Romney here in Massachusetts. He is extremely right. Also, Gillibrand is extremely right. And the, and the seller and the piece of human garbage. I mean, I'm not a big fan of Gillibrand. Um, I, was, I was mad at Gillibrand because she was trying to criticize, Rom, um, criticize Biden for something that was really ridiculous. Like, Biden wrote something when it like it, it pertained to um, his something that he was writing about child care or something like back in the eighties, I think it was, I think it was in the eighties and he wrote the language that he used in talking about like single parents. He wrote it in like gender neutral language in the 80s like very ahead of his time like it wasn't written in a gendered way and she tried to spin it into him being sexist and i was like this is how we want to write things today and he wrote it that way in the 80s he was ahead of his time what are you talking about and he was probably ahead of his time why because he lost his wife and was a single parent so he knew he was ahead of his time because he knew what it was like to be a single parent because he was a widow. Like, you picked the wrong fight. Ridiculous. Um, my relatives were also very mad at Gillibrand for, for, for getting Frank in to resign, too. Uh, one of my family members is, is very upset with that fact. Um, well, Gillibrand is from upstate New York. I mean, I don't think she has to be right, has to be center if she's a senator, though. I mean, if you're a senator from New York, you could be from the left. You could be a liberal or, or more left. You don't have to be – you don't have to be a centrist. Now, if you're – I guess if you're a congressperson, you, you might have to pander to more of the rightist things – try and tell the righties, hey, this is why you should support me because this is where we agree. But if once you're running for the Senate, it's like, hey, 
this is why I'm more lefty than righty. Um, anyway. See, Gillibrand came out hard against Al Franklin, who admitted that he made a funny picture in bad taste, and she demanded a mouse thing, but she was a total hypocrite and other allegation places. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and... And Franken's picture, I mean, it was, it was, he it wasn't actually even touching anything. Like, he didn't grope anybody. Like, there was no evidence that he groped anybody. He just kind of was like, mm. and I don't know. It was, it was very questionable. It was very, very questionable. I was just amused at the fact that, that like, the high guy from Trading Places was a senator. <laughs> so, like, well, man... Like the guy's like pretending he's high on weed and trading places and you know, handing you know putting a guy in a monkey suit with a gorilla. Let's see, what did Kimchi say? Two cats sleep beside me, so it's lint roller every day. Sometimes my three cats will sleep beside Cassie. My cats won't sleep beside me. They don't like me most of the time. Like sometimes Rose will will walk on me and want to get scratches, but. Usually it's just her and Gloria and and um, Sophia uh, sleeping on her. Sophia and Gloria will be the ones mainly snuggling on her. Um, they also, since my uh, mother-in-law's sleeping in the dining room area in her bed, she will. Uh, the cats also love her too. Um, it's hard for me to get kitty snuggles, but that's okay because I have my dog. So um, my dog loves me. Um, anywho um, anyway what else what else are we going to talk about let's look up some more stuff about the uh, restrict act since we probably we have we have plenty of time let's see let's look for a restrict act FAQ That's not Restrict Act. That's HIPAA. That's abortion laws. <laughs> Let's put Restrict Act in quotes, shall we? Coin Center says Restrict Act could be used to ban Bitcoin. Let's see. Let's go to Vice. I don't know if I want reason. Let's go to let's go to Vice. We're, we're going to go to Vice and see what Vice says. Insanely broad Restrict Act could ban much more than just TikTok. Digital rights experts told Motherboard the Restrict Act, which may be used to ban TikTok, could impact many other types of services, including VPN. Um, it says VPNs, but the plural VPN should be VPN. Um, that's uh, I'm not that much of a linguistic, but still. Let's see. Daily News. Biden didn't write. He, if he stole it, he shouldn't have. What? What are you saying about reparations in California? I mean, look, I'll be clear. I don't think California should be doing reparations because I think their reparations should be a federal issue, not a state issue. I don't think I don't think the responsibility of reparations should rest on a state. I think it should be the entirety of the federal government that should be giving reparations. But, 
<clears throat> Vice is pretty accurate there, Daily News. I mean, I can go to Reason if you want me to. We can we can, we can talk to Reason. I mean, look, Vice is agreeing with you on this, Daily News. It says it's overly broad. The Restrict Act, a proposed piece of legislation, is, contains insanely broad language that could lead to other apps or communication services uh, with connections to foreign countries being banned in the U.S., Bill could have implications not for just for social networks, but security tools such as VPN that consumers use to encrypt and route their traffic. Uh, though the intention of the bill is to target apps or services that pose a threat, these critics worry that it might have much wider implications for the First Amendment. Uh, the Restrict Act is a concerning distraction with insanely broad language that raises serious human and civil rights concerns. Will Mary Escoto, U.S. Policy Analyst for Digital Rights Organization Access Now, told Motherboard in an email statement, uh, they're restricting the emergence of security threats that risk information and communications technology act is led by Warner and Thune. The pair introduced the bill earlier this month, which is deliberately not just limited to TikTok. Under the Restrict Act, the Department of Commerce would identify information and communications technology products. Uh, that a foreign adversary has an interest in or poses an unacceptable risk to national security. The bill, the announcement reads, the bill only applies to technology linked to a, quote, foreign adversary. Those countries currently include China, Cuba, Iran, North Korea, Russia, and Venezuela. The bill's language includes vague terms such as desktop applications, mobile applications, blah, blah, blah. <coughs> it also targets software that has more than 1 million users. Restrict that could lead to apps and other ICT services with connections to foreign countries being banned. Any bill that would allow the U.S. government to ban an online service that facilitates American speech raises First Amendment concerns. In addition, while bills like Restrict Act may be motivated by legitimate privacy concerns, banning ICT services with connections to foreign countries would not necessarily help Americans' privacy. Those countries may still obtain data through other means like purchasing it from private data brokers. Another good point that was not brought up by, the, by anybody else that I've seen it so far. As written, the broad language in the Restrict Act could criminalize the use of VPN, significantly impacting access to security tools and other applications that vulnerable people rely on for privacy and security. Uh, many individuals, organizations, including journalists, activists, and human rights defenders use VPN to protect online activity from surveillance and censorship. Restrict would expose those groups to monitoring and repression, which could have a chilling effect on free speech and expression. Many VPN companies engage in misleading marketing practices which exaggerate their importance and alleged security benefits used correctly and with a provider that does not introduce its own issues. VPN can be a useful tool for digital security. Rachel Cohen, communications director for Senator Warner, responded by telling Motherboard that this legislation is aimed squarely at companies like Kapersky, Huawei, and TikTok that create systemic risks in the United States national security, not at individual users. She added, the threshold for criminal penalties bill is incredibly high, too high to ever be concerned with the actions of someone, individual user of TikTok or a VPN. With the bill's introduction, Warner and Thune has been pointed at other foreign-linked companies that may pose their own security risk and privacy issues. For TikTok, however, it was Huawei and ZTE, which threatened our nation's telecommunication and networks. For that, it was Russia's Kapersky Lab, which threatened the security government and corporate devices. We need a comprehensive risk-based approach and proactively tackle sources of potentially dangerous technology. Well, you know what? Uh, Warner's uh, Rachel Cohen uh, from Warner's office, if this bill is not about going after individual users, then the bill should say, this does not, we are not targeting individual users. We are targeting companies. We are targeting, 
you know, corporations. We're not targeting individuals. Specifically say that we're not talking, you're not targeting individuals with these crimes, that you're talking about the corporations. We're talking about companies. Guess what? If you, if you if you included that law, maybe people would be less worried about it. You know, say you could, you you were going to deal with the companies, you're going to put the information in the companies, not not that you're going to put information in people's individual routers. But you haven't done that, so individuals are going to be worried because, as worded, the stuff can go the the you can spy on their individual person's devices. Deminox, unintended consequences. Shouldn't it be about progressive measures trying to stop bad things? It should be about these bills like FOSTA making trafficking worse by forcing traffickers to the dark web, <clears throat> making it much more difficult for law enforcement to track down victims. Exactly. Uh, Tim Farrell, I don't like the fact that we criticized the banning of democratic free press and then have our own bans. I really do see TikTok as a danger. Wait until AI explodes and deep fakes affect sanity. Uh, that's part of the Republicans' playbook to do that. Look what they did to Andrew Cuomo. Same thing. Um, Jolie shares the P-dubs help. Again, P-dubs can use some assistance, so please make sure to um, help P-dubs if you can. If you can't help P-dubs financially, share P-dubs links along the way. Oh, I did want to talk about one thing. Let me go ahead and share this link as well. Um, I forgot that I was going to bring this up. Uh, but- I did share this link publicly. Let me go ahead. I shared it on my public, my private Facebook wall. Let me bring this up before I forget. Do, do, do. So my 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 aunt, my dad's brother's wife, my aunt Lori, Lori Ross. Um, for as long as I've known her. She's been into horseback riding. She used to own a horse. Uh, that horse died. She was not into, she was not, she, she for a longest time, I guess, didn't do anything with horses, or at least didn't own a horse for a while. And then after, I guess, after, she, I think she's retired now. And after she retired, um, I think she went, I don't know if she went back to owning a horse again, or if she's just involved herself in these, uh, stables. Um, boom, come on. My Facebook is taking forever and a day to load. So anyway, so she, so she's, sure she's part of these stables. I don't know whether or not it's part of these stables as, as an owner of the horse or just as somebody who works with them. I think she has her own horse though. If I'm not remembering a hundred percent correctly or not. Um, but apparently at these stables, there is a uh, outbreak of equine herpes. I'm not asking what's going on with those horses. Um, you know, what what the horses do on their own time is their own business. Um, but the farm is called Wellspring Farm. Um, let's go ahead and... And they've raised 25000 of a 30000 goal, which is awesome. This is a long-ass link. Um, let's see. Let's... There you go. That's an easier link. 
this is the GoFundMe link for for that. Let me read from the from the link. As you know, equine herpes virus has hit the barn hard. Wellspring Farms has 61 horses, 10 of which are systematic and are tested for EHV1 positive. Closely monitored and cared for by staff and veterinarians, only essential workers are allowed on the property, and much of their help cannot return until the end of quarantine. This has put incredible stress on the small team in charge. They are working around the clock. The farm also runs a very large lesson program that has been halted for, at a minimum, 41 days. Anyone in the horse business knows about lessons and training. There's very little income, if any, to cover expenses, employee paychecks, and growing vet bills. In addition, a bulk of the horses are lesson horses, so the feed, shoeing, and vet bills that are typically covered by the lesson program will now have to be covered by the farm owner. This is all putting an enormous financial strain on the business. Lastly, Tiffany Wallace has been with the barn since she was a child and as recently in January became the new owner. This is a tragic circumstance to any owner, but to have it happen on your brand new business is heartbreaking. Even the smallest donation will go a long way. Thank you, and above all, please keep the staff and horses in your prayers. Anyone who donates 50 and above will get their name added into a drawing for a complimentary photo shoot. We will draw a winner on April 1st. I'm guessing they're not joking about it or whatever. Uh, no time cap for the winner booking the shoot, and this could be for a portrait equine, for portrait photography, equine, canine, family, headshots, etc. The photographer who generously donated the photo session with Elaine with Elaine Cole Waters, her website and Instagram list below if you'd like to see her fabulous work. Um, let's see. Boo, 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 boo. So I guess if you do happen to donate to it, just, you know, say, hey, um, I'm donating. I'm from Liberal Band Radio. Just to let them know uh, that, you know, y'all were coming from here. Just to say, hey, you know, that my sharing this of there, you know, is coming from here. Just uh, just to say that, hey, Liberal Day and Radio listeners are the ones that are trying to help out even more. So, um, so I would appreciate that if you can. If you can't, again, the best thing you can do if you can't contribute anything financially with anything that I bring up, be it P-Dubs's GoFundMe, be it the Wellspring GoFundMe, be it my videos, be it my Patreon, just share it all. If you can't, if you can't do with any financial contribution, this is again, we're still in a tough economy. We still have prices from, you know, supply shock, from coming out of the lockdowns, from you know, greedy capitalist bastards. You know, it's, it's a tough time. I know. You know, I've I've been hit with a bunch of stuff this week too. I just built uh, one side of my fence is is now done. And now was a bunch of money out of my pocket. My son just got his top teeth braces done. My, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I just had to get my battery replaced on my car today because it flat out died t- earlier today. And I had, that's 200 bucks. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's tough. My EIDL loan, I have to start paying, I had to start paying off in January. My, um, school loans are probably going to start having to be paid off in June. So yeah. Money is fun, and P-Dubs is right. It never ends, never, never ends. So um, so I, I probably will still donate 50 bucks to this. I will, you know, haven't donated yet to P-Dubs. I probably will donate to that too. Um, but I have been sharing it. I shared it on my social media. Um, I've shared this on my social media. 
Um, anyway, I try and help as many people as possible because I like to, y'all help me out and I like to pay it forward as much as I can because y'all have been awesome to me. Uh, I, I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, so, uh, Jeff Curry, Suzanne got a cow that thinks it's a dog. My aunt, she has a dozen horses too, just big dogs. Um, let's see, Carl Smith, I hear you, Dan, just like got a home equity loan to place 250 run of a backyard fence, over 10,000. Ooh, wow, I can't imagine 250 run. Whew. My, my fortunate thing is my entire fence was just shit. Like, absolute shit. Um, the neighbor to that side wanted to move so he redid all of his fence to make his house look better so i just had to contribute a couple hundred bucks to get that done i was like okay i'll give you a couple hundred bucks i was like what is what sounds fair like 200 bucks or whatever or whatever he's like that's fine so i gave him a couple hundred bucks just to help out so fine um my neighbor to that side um, also wants to get the get that done, but he's a contractor, so we're splitting it right down the middle. I'm paying for the parts he's he's doing the labor, which apparently when building a fence, it's roughly fifty fifty. The labor is the same cost as usually it's usually the same cost as the fence parts. So I, I'm paying for the parts he's building it, with the exception of a little part in front that he's also going to build. So cool. And then my wife has a friend who did the back part and that's finished today. So that's, that's the part I had to pay full price for, but I'm lucky in that he covered that part. Half that part was covered by our neighbor, the other neighbor, and I only had to handle the back. So that was, that was very lucky about that. Um, tomorrow maybe gets to start the fun of me trying to, get the green out my pool because I was going to cover the pool to cover the winter and winterize it for this year. Um, but I was worried about the pool because I thought I had a leak and I think it was just, I think it was just evaporating quickly. So yeah. So it got very green and nasty and blech. So now I have to deal with shocking the pool and um, trying to get rid of all the funk and getting it ready for, for swimming and then hopefully sometime, maybe next month, the person who did the back of the fence is going to then build us a deck. And now we'll have it. Then we'll have a deck for the pool and we'll be done with the backyard, hopefully. So um, let's see. Carl Smith. 250 foot, that is. Yes, wooden fence. Uh, way over 20 plus years. My neighbors won't pitch in. Sucks, but that's life. Um, I didn't ask my back neighbor to pitch in, but um, I'm, I'm going to basically say, hey, instead of pitching in for the back fence, um, will you just handle the dangling tree branch that's hanging over your yard? Just Can you just handle that instead? Um, uh, maybe that'll, because she's worried about that falling. And I'm like, I'm worried about it falling too, but, you know, and I think if it's hanging over her yard, she is free to cut it. Um but enter, it's hanging over a power line, but it's not close enough for the power line for the power company to deal with it. 
So I'm like, look, I we're just paying for we'll we'll pay we'll we'll cover the fences. You you handle the power line. So um so, but speaking about um let's see, somebody got a pet cow. Um the one the one type of animal that my wife wants is an alpaca. Or uh, my wife would love to have an alpaca farm. Like there was one time we were driving to my grandparents' house. I think it was, it was either my grandparents' house or my uncle's house. Um, and there was a lot of traffic in Maryland. From We're in Maryland. We're going to Delaware. And there was a lot of traffic from my dad's house to my grandparents' house on Interstate 95. So we went up. We went in. I think it was U.S. It wasn't U.S. 1. I think it was U.S. 40 as we, we were going up. And we looked to the right, and we saw this farm, and there was a whole bunch of alpacas. And she was like, turn around, turn around, turn around. So we turned around, and we pulled into this driveway, and all these alpacas just came running over and took pictures of her with the alpacas. And she was just – and she happened to be wearing a sweater that had an alpaca on it, so it was perfect. Uh, she would love to have an alpaca. And in reality, my, my wife's mom and aunt and uncle – own land like north of the lake like Pontchartrain like there's New Orleans and then there's Jefferson Parish and then there's Lake Pontchartrain and then there's the North Shore um, and they have a parcel of land on the north at northern like that would be a perfect place for her to have an alpaca farm so maybe one day if I make it if, if, if I make it really well and Liberal Day and Radio takes off I could have a Liberal Day and Radio alpaca farm Let's see. What does Reason Magazine say? Reasons is Reason right wing. I always forget what Reason is. Hey Gibson Media, wait. Have you changed your name from Gibson Media to Gibson Media Restoring Our Republic? Have you not been? Wait. Gibson Media, have you not been here this entire time when we could have agreed on something? We could have agreed on something this entire time and you've not been here? I'm disappointed in you. So this is from Reason. Would the Restrict Act, i.e., a.k.a. the TikTok ban bill, criminalize the use of VPNs? That's the rumor floating around about the legislation, which was introduced by Mark Warner. It wasn't just introduced by Mark Warner and soon. Um, Warner's office has said the bill wouldn't do it, but it's broad language deems room for doubt, and its act is still insanely far-reaching and could have a huge range of del- deleterious effects, even if the bill doesn't criminalize people for using VPN to access TikTok. VPN stands for Virtual Private Network. There are several different kinds, but the general aim is the same, keeping your digital activities and location private. Using a VPN with your computer phone or any other internet-enabled device can do things like mask your IP, encrypt your internet connection, Great way to get around location-based firewalls, a.k.a. geoblocking. I talked about that earlier. This reason VPNs are popular in countries that exercise authoritarian control over what their citizens can access online. It's sad that this contingent could soon include U.S. citizens, but include us, it does. As both Democrats and Republicans get more gung-ho about banning popular video platform TikTok. Josh Howley introduced one TikTok bill ban bill one TikTok ban bill back in January. Holly's bill will direct the president to use the International Emergency Economic Powers Act to specifically 
blocks and prohibit all transactions and to prevent commercial operation of TikTok parent company ByteDance in the U.S. The latest legislation is more extensive and more invasive. Uh, the Restrict Act doesn't specifically mention TikTok or ByteDance. Rather, it would grant the U.S. Secretary of Commerce the broad power to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate any risk arising from any covered transaction by any person with or with respect to any property that the Secretary determines to pose an undue or unacceptable risk in several different areas, including elections, information communications, technology, products and services, and critical infrastructure or digital economy, as well as coercive or criminal activities by a foreign adversary that are designated to undermine democratic processes and institutions or steer policy and regulatory decisions in favor of the strategic objectives of the foreign adversary to the detriment of the national security of the United States. Um... Language describing the Restrict Act applies to is confusing at best. The Commerce Secretary would be authorized to take steps to address risk posed by any covered transaction by any person. Uh, so who counts as, what counts as a covered transaction? The bill states a transaction which an entity described in subparagraph B has any interest. Entities described in subparagraph B are foreign adversary and the entity subject to the jurisdiction of or organized under the laws of a foreign adversary. An entity owned, directed by, or controlled by either of these Foreign adversaries can be any foreign governments or regime that the Secretary deems a security threat. It's a bit gobbledygooked, but could be read to imply any person using a VPN to access an app controlled by a foreign adversary or its alleged minions is subject to the Secretary's ire. Hence, anyone using a VPN to access TikTok would be in trouble, specifically subject to $1 million in fines, 20 years in prison, or both if you're a natural person. That last part is my commentary included. From after reading the bill. Again, Warner's office said it isn't so. Uh, the provisions only apply when someone is engaged in sabotage or subversion, blah, blah, blah. Um, it deals with Kapersky, Hawaii, and TikTok, not individual users. Um, it's somewhat reassuring that at least Warner's bill does, Warner doesn't intend the bills to apply to U.S. citizens. Um, but the verboten activities at list are broader than those that Cohen mentions in Newsweek. And because the language is so extensive, it seems hard to rule out it ever being used in this way. Um, besides, the Restrict Act doesn't just state no person may engage in contact prohibited or contrary to. It also says no person may cause, aid, abet, counsel, command, induce, procure, prohibit, or approve the doing or any act prohibited by or omission by or any act required by any regulation, order, blah, 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 blah. In addition, no person may solicit or attempt to violation, blah, 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 blah. So, as, and the article goes on and on and on and on and on. Um, so, yeah. So, left-wing sites, right-wing sites, pretty much both agree that the language of um, the Restrict Act are overly broad, overly intrusive into the lives of the people who it would affect, i.e., the citizens of, of American people. Um, so let's scroll up. Well, overall, alpaca costs can range between $250 to $50,000 per animal. The cost of most alpacas will fall between three dollars to $10,000 per alpaca. Wow. Um, Elizabeth, it's meant to get beat up in committee in the House. Hopefully, it probably hopefully gets beat up in the committee in the Senate first. Um, ban Josh Halley, hopefully. Um, Let's see. Senate Bill 686 and how it will be used to implement the spy state lockdown across the nation. 
Um, Elizabeth strictly applies to foreign adver- adversaries. Is that what you meant to say? Um, advertise adversaries. There you go. Um, yes. Let me tell you something, Elizabeth. I was trying to type elections eh, several times in a, in a conversation, and my cell phone was having none of it. And I was typing something else, and it was a very humorous conversation, let me tell you. Um, who's that calling? Is, 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 is that Gibson? I was saying I wasn't really going to take much in phone calls, but I, I, guess, I guess we can take one. Hello. Hey, how you doing? doing all right. So, so do we agree that on this that this is a horrible written law and that it should not pass? Well, that's why I'm calling in because you know you did say that yeah we we're going to take much of calls, but I figured I, since this is a special occasion, I figured I'd give you a call. Yeah, we agree. <laughs> we can okay. agree one hundred percent. Okay. So the sad thing is, is that you know on these things like it, it's sad because. A lot of the times, like there was one time where um, in Louisiana, they um, they were trying to get rid of like open primaries. And it was it was one thing that the Louisiana Democratic Party and the Louisiana Republican Party agreed on. And I was like, well, that means it's a bad thing. Because <laughs> if, both, if, both if both of the party higher ups are like, hey, we want to do this. I'm like, nah, it's probably a bad idea then. So yeah, 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 and that's so, what scares so, me is that, that that the fact that if we can only agree on things that are detrimentally bad for all of us, then we're in trouble. <laughs> right. So so uh, we can so, so we got we got um, Daily News in the chat who is a longtime conservative listener to the show, and he also agrees that this is a uh, this is a bad idea for for a law. So so it, it's a, I, th- I think. You're gonna have. I mean, you have Reason.com and you have Vice.com, both saying that that the laws provisions are overly broad. I think you're gonna have a lot of people from both sides of the aisle that are gonna be uh, that don't like the wording of this law at all. I mean, what what some this some is website... like the Patri- this is something like the Patriot Act in a way. I think, in my opinion, you know, it's 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 to restrain us and, and take away our liberties. And and this is Big Brother. And I uh, heard from what I hear, from my understanding, Canada has already implemented something like this. They just have, I mean, excuse me, they have already introduced something something like this. So they're going to coincide with what we're doing uh, and pass it at the same time. So it's going to be a North American Union type of deal thing. So I mean, it's, it's dangerous. It's just dangerous. It's very dangerous. Well, while I disagree with with much of the Patriot Act as well, um, and back when they were trying to pass the Patriot Act, I was like, you know, I was like, oh, they're calling it the Patriot Act because if you oppose it, well, then you're not a patriot, right? Yeah, you exactly. know, it, it, and and so so, but but the thing about the Patriot Act was people were conned into buy, into buying into it because of nine eleven. And 9/11, you know, was a horrible thing with with and, and a real attack on our country. With but but Dan, with, aren't they doing the same thing here with like China, China, bad China, big bad China, right? Well, <laughs> I mean that that's more coming from like the Trump types than than from from the from the left type. I mean, the more leftist Democrats are the ones saying, hey. This is coming out of out of a xenophobic bigotry place, not a 
not a not a uh, not a legitimate argument place. So yeah, I mean, you know, if if there's a legitimate argument to be made about TikTok being malware, I mean, a lot of a lot of my listeners uh, come from listening to House Sparks and House Sparks is strongly believes that TikTok is malware and and if they can show that TikTok is legitimately malware and it should not be in this country then fine prove it and yeet it I'm 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 fine True. with that but I agree. If, but don't don't throw the baby out with the bathwater don't you know make it I don't make it overly broad make it as as tightly restricted as it needs to be in order to do what you need to do with it and nothing what more. What needs to be and, done, yeah, to filter yeah. it out. Yes, agreed. Uh, agreed. Uh, but the question of it is, is this, is what, what, you know, like, we're just going to go to committee first, this, uh, and, you know, they're going to get their appropriations and, and everything's going to get watered down. And maybe things will be taken out. We'll see. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What's your take on that? I mean, I, a lot of times bills do get changed greatly in committee. I mean, I remember watching the alteration of the uh of what the affordable care act was and what it became and i was watching it as it was amended and there were major changes that was made that were made from the beginning to the end and you know the senate bill versus the house bill and what ultimately became of it and i think it was the it was the senate bill that ultimately became the final bill i think um but yeah i mean i don't i think it i think that any if, if anything like of, of this is going to pass, I think it's hopefully would have to be amended enough to to to, to get passed. Especially if people are going to if people if, if voters from both sides of the aisle are going to be like, look, this is ridiculous. I would hope that the voters would be loud enough to stop it. Um, I don't know if if that's if that's true either. or not. Um, yeah. Because there is a lot of other stuff that I guess they're worried about that that maybe that maybe they're hoping it'll slip up. Maybe they're just hoping that they'll be to be like TikTok bad, so therefore we need to do this, and enough people be like okay. But this is my um, argument for a third party where a third party has to be involved because you know where the where it gets dangerous where you get the Republican Democrats they get together and everything when they get together and come together and pass something it's dangerous for everybody. <laughs> you know, and Honestly, I think what's going to happen is is the millennial Gen Z types. Everybody, all, all the young folks are going to be like, no, F you. We don't want to lose our TikToks. We don't want to lose this app. We are going to, you know, mess with you and make it so that, you know, you are, you are very inconvenienced. And like, you know, what TikTok did with many things, like they screwed over Trump in Tulsa like making it so that, you know, they thought they were sold out with his tickets and they had to make like an overflow area. And then it turned out that only, you know, 5,000 people showed up because all of the TikTok people reserved all the tickets and never showed up. So Correct. like, like, you know, maybe they'll, they'll be creative and be like, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to do whatever it is that we need to do to, to make sure that these people get that we're, we're not standing for this, but who knows, who, who knows what they'll be able to do to, to get that word yeah. across. And, and maybe, maybe they'll be the hero in this to make sure that this law doesn't get passed. And I don't know if that'll stop TikTok from going away, but maybe it'll at least stop, you know, it from being an overreaching um, ridiculous law that is very poorly written as, as it is. 
So I, I, I and, can, I, yeah, I can only wholeheartedly agree hey, with you, everything you and, just said. And, and while you probably disagree with me on this, I'll at least say that by doing that, they probably stopped Tulsa from being even a bigger super spreader than it than it already was. So, <laughs> even though poor Herman Kane died, even though poor Herman Kane died from it. Poor Herman. Poor Herman. <laughs> poor Herman Kane passed away. I mean. He did die shortly thereafter, after going to that thing. I mean, put yeah, two and two yeah. together. <laughs> I've, always, I've wondered about that, you know. <laughs> We're on the same page then. All right. So, That's interesting. Anyway, well, look, I am glad that you were able to call in and that we could agree on a subject. So there's there's hope for us all. (laughs) There is hope and hope for everybody. That's good. That's, that's something to build upon. Uh, And I'll let you go and uh, I'll continue listening to, but uh, (laughs) thanks for taking my call. I appreciate it, Dan. All right. Have a good night. Bye. All right. That was Gibson media and we agree on that. So there you go. If, if, if me and Gibson media can agree on something, I think, yeah, he died from COVID, but I think he, he I think he caught COVID from the Tulsa Super Spreader event because he was there in Tulsa and not no mask and just hanging out there. And then very shortly thereafter, he went to the hospital and then he died. So sad thing is, is um, I can never hear the song um, "Here I Am" from the Scorpions. Rocked you like a hurricane without singing. Here I am. Rocked you like I'm Herman Cain. So now you won't be able to hear it either. <laughs> so, um, see, is there anything else? See, any other commentaries? Let's see. Defending the. Um, do, ACLU raises concerns. What does the ACLU say about it? Do Unfortunately, the Senate bill's roundabout route to the same bad place reached more directly by the House bill. The Senate bill would ultimately allow the Commerce Secretary to ban entire communications platforms. The Secretary uses a new platform to ban TikTok on the communication platforms without, without evidence of overwhelming and limited harm. It would violate our right to freedom of expression. Um, the bill, known as the Restrict Act, would significantly expand the executive branch's power to control what apps and technologies Americans can access, while limiting Americans' ability to challenge those actions in court, which would also impose civil criminal penalties. Um, ACLU noted when President Trump tried to ban TikTok in 2020, selective bans of entire platforms could cut off the flow of information, art, and communication, blah, 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 blah. All right. And here's something about TikTok that, like, all right. So, in reality speaking, like, I think that every app should be required to let everybody know what data it takes and what data it doesn't. And it should be clear about what data it takes and what data it doesn't. Or it should, you should know exactly what data it has access to. You, you should be able to see it, and it should be clear about it. And as long as that's the case... And you, you, if you make an informed decision and it says, hey, we get to see your pictures, and if, you, if it gets to see your pictures and it gets to keep a copy of the pictures on, your, on its server as when you upload it or whatever, or your, vid- or your video, and 
you agree to it, then that should be your right to agree to it. And fine. You should have the right to do so. And it should be as simple as that. And if, if they're not sharing what they have information, what, what they have access to, then they shouldn't be allowed to operate in the country. And that should, that should be as simple as that as well. They should, you should be transparent with what, what the information it's getting. And you should be able to then, as, as a consumer, be able to make that decision for yourself. Do you, want to, do you want to let them have that information or do you not want to let them have that information? And if you don't want to let them have that information, you don't, get to use, you don't use the app. If you do want to let them have the information, you use the app. And it's just, really it's just as simple as that. I don't, you know, I think, I think one of the reasons that Hal is against TikTok is more because of it being a, like, like the algorithms of the videos it shows. If, I, if I'm understanding Hal correctly, and you can correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, it's, it's more of a, you know, it looks at the videos you see and it targets you with other videos to try and manipulate you to see certain things so you'll believe certain things and to try and guide you to think a certain way by making you think, oh, here's the videos that we want you to see, so therefore you're going to think a certain, think a certain way. If, that, if I'm wrong about that, if I'm wrong about that being... Um, then let me know in the chat. But that's my understanding of at least most of what Hal's problem with what TikTok is. And I mean, in reality, like yeah, there's a lot of people that are stupid. And I mean, the Donald Trump, like poorly educated people that he loves, that he says he loves. I love the poorly educated. You know, he did very well with the poorly educated. I love the poorly educated those those people, if they didn't have TikTok, would still have like the Jeff Cuerre show. They'd still have, you know, Real America's Voice. They'd still have OAN. They'd still have Fox News. They'd still have plenty of places where they could be manipulated. It, it wouldn't be TikTok. They wouldn't need TikTok to get manipulated. Like they'd have Alex Jones. They'd have all the other people. Uh, Josh Bernstein, um, who else? Uh, Laura Ingram, um, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, um, who other good? Uh, Greg Gutfield or whatever. Bong Bongholio, whatever his name is. Daily News, I like the way you think about keeping the bill simple. Uh, yeah, I mean, bills should be as simple as they can be. Now, not everything should can be simple. <clears throat> there are complex issues that probably need complex written bills, and that's fine. There are, there are going to be things that need to be complex. Like, I'm sure a bill that would give, that would improve on the Affordable Care Act, or maybe if you got Medicare for all or whatever, would probably have to be a more complexly written bill. But if it can be simple, it should be simple. It shouldn't be unnecessarily complex, and you shouldn't have to make it unnecessarily complex. And you shouldn't be able to write a plain English, you should at least be able to write a plain English version of it that accurately represents the legalese. Um, 
Let's see. Buh, 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 buh. Not, I love non bread. Mm, I love non bread. Um, let's see. Oh, Carl, you use Imperfect Foods too? Yeah, I love Imperfect Foods. If anybody wants to try Imperfect Foods, I can give you my code. Um, yeah, I, I, I haven't gotten non from Imperfect Foods in a while, but I usually like to get like the sounds from there. I've gotten some organic oranges from Imperfect Foods that are just delicious. Oh my God, they're, they're like candy. Um, um, they have this place in Metairie, which is right next to New Orleans, um, called Cheyenne's. It, it has like it has a lot of curry. There's lamb curry. There's a goat curry. I really like the lamb curry the best, but the goat curry is pretty good. Um, they have a hummus there, and um, they have like a garlic naan and a regular naan, and that food is so freaking amazing. Um, there used to be a gaming store over there that I would go to all the time. And if I went there and played there, I would go eat there. And, oh, my God, it was delicious. So good. Um, let's see, I think I missed something that somebody wrote. I don't know. Of course, we didn't say non-bread. It sounds like you're not talking about bread. <laughs> Easy eat. That was funny. It was awful. Poor Herman Cain. Yeah. Um, and I thought about, and I, and I used to sing that like back when he ran, I think in 2016, like, I think when he ran in 2016, um, I was, every time I, I would just walk around here, I am do, 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 rock to like I'm Herman Cain. Yeah, come on. Let's see, hold on. I miss Suzanne leaving, I guess. Sorry about that. Um, boop, boop, boop. I don't think I missed too much. I wonder if a denial of service attack can knock off my MacBook Pro. Strange thing is my old MacBook Pro, 10 years old, crashed. Um, I don't think, unless your MacBook Pro is directly connected to, like, the Internet itself, like it has its own IP address, I don't think you would be getting a denial service attack directly to it. Like you would have to be getting a denial service attack to your, to your router itself. And that would probably mean that your other devices that are, that are attached to your router would also be, have to be having problems. And if that was the case, then let's say your cell phone was also attached to your wireless, to your router you would also then have to be having problems with your cell phone service too, and not just your laptop. So uh, let's see. Bills should be written plainly and address a single issue at a time. Je I agree with you in some cases. Uh, budgetary bills, I think that's impossible on the federal level um, because I think budgetary bills, you <coughs> at the federal level, you have too much. You have too much at the federal level there's so much that's spent on that you have to, you have to put all of it. You have to have so much. You have, there's so much to put in there that there has to be so many light items that you kind of have to split it up into chunks. Like put like, okay, here's the, here's the military budget stuff. Okay. Let's put that chunk in there. Here's the other stuff. Let's here's the Medicare chunk. Let's put that in there. Here's, you have to put all that chunk in there. But like, I agree with you. Like, you know, if you're going to have, if you're going to have stuff on healthcare, have the stuff on healthcare and don't like sneak in stuff on housing 
and don't like then sneak in something on abortion and then don't sneak in something on the environment and then put in something on microchips like don't do that that i i i agree with you there it should be like on, on issues dealing with like you know an issue like that one issue at a time Let's see. I don't use my Wi-Fi on my cell. I have a limited talk and text and data on my phone as well, but my my signal at my house is not as great as my internet. I have AT&T fiber at my house, so when I'm at my house, I'm absolutely on my Wi-Fi when I'm at my house because my Wi-Fi at my house is so much faster than my cell phone signal. Um, let's see. Do you have the software now to have Hal on in a separate video screen? Um I I probably could. Um, my problem is is that, like what I've been doing with the phone interviews, like I don't have it. Like I've been wanting to make sure that I still have it so that I can, if I would have had, like I want to make sure that if I do interview Hal in a video interview that I could still have his voice going into the blog talk radio interview as well. So that it could still be recorded in the podcast. I think I've found a solution to it. I just need to test it out. And if I can get that to work, then I'll make then, then I can have more video guests and I'll have video guests and I'll be able to pipe that in. I think I found a way to have what's called a virtual audio cable. And I think I can get that to work. If I can get that to work, then I'm going to, then I'm going to schedule all my guests at that point to be, video guests who can be video guests and I'll still be able to take calls, but um, I would just hope that if I have callers that, that I would have to see if the callers would be able to also hear what's coming on my screen would have to see that as well. So Carl, I recommend the software, but forget what it was. <laughs> nice. Well, if you remember what it was, uh, liberaldanradio at gmail.com. Um, see. Trying to see what else people said. Let's see. King of Streets, I have AT&T. I pay up front 300 per year, 16 gigabytes of high-speed data per month. Um we have what do we have we have we have such a we pay like almost 300 a month but we have like five phones now and two apple watches so like we got my mother-in-law an apple watch because it can detect falls um my wife has an apple watch and my i got my kids both cell phones because I want my kids to have cell phones just in case there's anything that goes on at their school so they can call up, they can call in an emergency. Um, and um, we get a discount on my AT&T. We get a bundling discount because we have the internet, because um, we have AT&T fiber and we also have AT&T stream or the direct TV stream, which saves money that way too. <clears throat> I'm hopefully going to, I'm, Next month is when my AT&T stream, my DirecTV stream price goes up again. Uh, Benny Loco, I just use StreamYard when having a guest or two. I mean, I might look into that as well. Um, 
We'll see. Yeah, Jolie, can you share the Patreon? I mean, I could probably give a link in a second. Hold on. Or Jolie can get it. Xfinity, 25 a month. But what is your... Um, what is your... Um, like, what's your upload and download speeds for for your for your Xfinity internet? Um... That's what I want to because like let me let me pull up my speed test here. Um I do a speed test on my AT&T stuff on my laptop. Now the laptop is directly wired into the modem. It's not on Wi-Fi at the moment. So we are looking at download and upload. Now download is going to be a bunch. It's a lot of shared stuff because we have a lot of devices connected to it. Um, so currently we're sharing a lot of gigabits, megabits per second. Um, we're sharing a lot of megabits per second download because there's lots of devices attached to it. So it's like 92.33 download at the moment. But my upload's like 340. So that's the thing. That's the thing that I like about the 18, 363.69. <laughs> and because I'm doing the Twitch streaming, the gaming streaming, that, that's why I like the AT&T connectivity, the AT&T fiber, because I have the much better upload stream than I would have with anybody else. Cox was supposed to be giving me a, um, 30 up, and I was only ever getting 10, and 10 is terrible. 30 is wonderful. 30 is okay. It's good enough, but I was rarely ever getting 30, and I was having problems with some wires, and they was always screwing me over. So 360 is great. I, I'm hardly ever having a problem with my uh, streaming going uh with my, I was ever, rarely ever having a problem with my with my streaming buffering going to Twitch. So, good night, Jackie. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Carl Smith, I have to teach me to stream. I use OBS and stream element. I just use OBS, like the OB, the free OBS at the moment. That's all I'm using at the moment is the free uh, is the free OBS software. Although I, I before the show a few weeks back, I, I I upgraded the the OBS to a newer version, and it crapped out on me, and it would not recognize like the drivers, and I ha- I freaked out and I wasn't going to be able to have a show. I I had to uninstall it. I had to re I had to reinstall to an older older version. I reinstalled everything. I had to I had to reset up the stream, and at the very very end, I like with a minute left to go, I was able to hook back in. I was panicking, so. Um, and I've been thinking about hooking up to like a stream yard or something like that, um, but and and like, but I'm just so hesitant to spend money if 
I'm not making as that much money. Like I'm making like 30 bucks a month with this and it's, it's fine. You know, I think I made like 800 bucks last year, which is cool. Um, but I don't know if that's enough money to, to start investing in, in tools. Like when I'm, when I'm getting away with doing it for free, that's the thing. Um, let's see. All the live streaming seems to be geared towards gamers. Um, See, I'm on Windows, and and I haven't really had a problem with OBS, with the regular old OBS. I mean, unless, except for the newest version and the drivers on my laptop. So, um, and without, because I'm not using StreamYard, I don't have an issue with, like, StreamYard's limit of 20 hours a month for free. So I can stream as long as I want. I can do my four three-hour shows if I want to. Um I have 45 minutes left here. Um, I can do four three-hour shows every Wednesday and then still do eight three-hour shows Tuesdays and Thursdays or whatever. So, um, so yeah, so I, so I do all that um, and sometimes even on the weekends. So, yeah, Kinky Street's Wi-Fi speed can inhibit it by neighbor's Wi-Fi. That's also true, um, especially if you have Wi-Fi speeds can also be inhibited by other Wi-Fi signals in your house if they're if they're kind of conflicting with each other too. So sometimes if you have the same bands that are hitting up against each other, that can be problematic as well. Um, Kinky Streets, I'm too divisive to go public with your identity. Nice. Um, yeah. I'm, you know... I was very hesitant, not not to necessarily go public with my identity because I've been public with my identity for. I mean, I ran for office for Christ's sake. Like I, you know, you can't not be public if you ran for office because your all of your public stuff has been out there because you have to put your address, you have to put your home address, or when when you when you run for office. So you know, publicly I was out there for a while now, but you know, I have shared some very personal stuff on my on my Facebook page that I hadn't shared previously, which is which was you know interesting. Um, that no may go to may talk about in a few weeks. We'll see. Um, let's see. I think next week what are we going to talk about tomorrow? I have you know obviously the live stream that for 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 Twitch. Um, there's an Easter special or whatever that they have an Easter event uh, where you where you go around the island collecting eggs. So that should be fun. Um, we'll see what's up with that. We'll be doing some of that tomorrow on Twitch. And of course, obviously, if anything political, politically good happens, we'll be doing that. Um, on my Nerdy Dan stuff, there's also WrestleMania is coming up this weekend. So I need to put up my prediction video for WrestleMania, um, sometime tomorrow as well. Um, so I need to make that, um, before the weekend comes so people can see my predictions um, and hopefully I can make some good ones because like the one of the last pay-per-views that was on um, the Royal Rumble, I predicted every match correctly, um, which is pretty impressive, I think. Um, my cousins, again, for everyone who remembers, my cousin is very well known in the wrestling industry. Um, and so I kind of have a little bit of an in that way, but I haven't really gotten that much well known at this point. Um, yes, the wrestling, wrestling industry. Um, what else next week, April, um, 
I'll, I'm probably going to do Kinky Streets had sent me a video. Um, I had seen the short version of this video about don't be a sucker. Um, apparently, Kinky Streets' father helped produce it, which is pretty darn awesome. Um, hey, Don, how's it going? Um, so I think we're going to do kind of a live reaction to it instead of a fully watch and then and then talking about it afterwards. I think we're going to live react and pause it and like you know react to it, um, the full on thing. I watched some of it of the parts that I hadn't seen, but I haven't watched all of it. So we're going to watch all of it and, uh, go over it. Um, so that'll be cool. Um, and then there will be a live gaming stream on Tuesday, but there won't be a live gaming stream on Thursday. Now next week, because I'll be on a ship because I'm taking my first Disney cruise. And that's from Thursday to Monday. So there's no missing the podcast for a cruise, but there is missing one um, one gaming live stream. So it's like 17, yeah, 17 or 20. I have it open right now, but I kind of decided against uh, doing it today. What did I do? I just hit something weird. It's 22 minutes and 48 seconds long. So... Um, I decided to not not play today. There's another. There's a 34-minute one against marijuana. Nice. <laughs> oh, geez. There's a whole bunch of ones from the National Archives. I might have to just do some ones where I respond to all of these National Archives ones because some of these look like there would be, like, very interesting, and I don't know if if they're really good or not. There's one called The Negro Sailor. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't even know if I want to watch that one or not. Oof. Um, P-dubs, do I take a lot of cruises? In this year, yes. Overall, maybe not. Um, let's see. So in the past 12 months, they'll ha- there will have been four. Um in 2019, we went on a cruise with the kids for the first time with the kids. Uh, it was a kids go free on Royal Caribbean. So we decided to take the kids on it because those kids go free. Um, and at the time, my oldest was under 13. So Royal Caribbean considered him to be a kid. Um, after the pandemic, sort of, um, in 2022, we decided to go on a carnival cruise, carnival had kids go free. So, okay, we're going to go on a cruise, kids go free. And I'm like, the only reason I'm taking, the only way I'm going to take these kids on a cruise is if it's kids go free. Why? Because they only eat pizza and chicken nuggets, and I'm not bringing, I'm not paying a full price for kids who only eat pizza and chicken nuggets. Right? So, we went on in july for my anniversary and brought the kiddos um then we went for on norwegian we had another kids go free on norwegian and we splurged a little bit on that one that was a little more expensive um but it was still kids go free but we got a nicer room bigger bathroom a balcony um so it's still kids go free and we had free uh, free drinks free two free dining plan two, two free dinners like at the, at the like the paid restaurants or whatever um 
it wasn't the greatest experience because they weren't that great on dealing with my wife's celiac. Uh, so we, but we did that at the end of the cruise, somebody helped make it a little better. Now we know if we go on Norwegian, we know what to ask for. We know what to do. Um, but Norwegian's just so expensive. We don't know if we'll ever go back on Norwegian. Um, then we went on carnival again for Mardi Gras. Again, kids go free. Um, and that was cheap for Mardi Gras. So we went again. Um, we happened to go with friends this time. And then uh, Disney had a, had, a, had a thing for Disney Plus subscribers where your third and your fourth guest were free. So it didn't even matter if they were kids or not. It was just your third and your fourth guest in your cabin were free. Um, so, again, we we're bringing the kids. And it's, it's only a four-day. Four-day? We're the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. Um, we come back Monday morning. Um, so it's not, it's again, we've never been on a Disney cruise before. I have a feeling it's probably going to be our favorite one. And then if they don't have the kids go free one, we'll probably never go on one again. And although we'll probably want to go on one again. We have no other cruises planned. We haven't been able to find a good one. Um, we were upset that we couldn't figure out why I had different codes than my wife did because I had a code that was, I go free. Uh, or, or it's like me and another guest, all we'd have to do is pay a hundred bucks per person deposit. So we put up 200 bucks, we get 200 bucks room credit. And all we have to do is pay the port fees. So it would only cost like 150 bucks a person for the port fees. And we pay 200 bucks as a deposit, but we get a 200 buck credit. So basically we're cruising for free with plus the port fees. But, we could, but my wife couldn't get the same deal. She wasn't getting the same code, and we couldn't figure out why. Well, and I, I asked Twitter support, uh, the, the customer service support on Carnival, why was this the case? They couldn't answer me. I called up on the phone once. They couldn't answer me. Somebody called. I, I had booked. I, I had temporarily reserved a vacation for, like, next Thanksgiving just to see. And I was like, what's the deal? Why – does my wife not have this code? And they were finally like, oh, that's a casino code. I was like, oh. Apparently, I was in the casino much more than my wife. So because I was in the casino much more than my wife, I got a better deal than my wife on me. Um, they, they, they wanted me to come back to, to cruise more than they wanted my wife to come back to cruise because they knew that I liked to go to the casino more than my wife. Now, I won. I didn't lose money in the casino. I won money in the casino. I won a blackjack and I won a I won even more money at poker because I'm a good poker player. So it's not like I lost money. Now they may probably made money off of me on poker because they got they there was a 15% rake at the table which is absolutely absurd. But so they were making their money off of me regardless, but my my code was because I'm a poke, because I'm a gambler. So not, not even very high roller. Like I maybe put like, I put a couple hundred bucks up like once or twice at the blackjack table. I, I, I put some money up on the poker table. Like it wasn't very high rollery, but it was enough to get me that free cruise. So Let's see, Daily News. There are a few things not working on your website. Support these creators, social media links, and link today's show. Okay, thank you, Daily News. I will go check it out. I might have to update something. Um, I might have to change the theme or something like that. 
Um, but yeah. Um, let's see. Let's scroll back up. P Dubs that asked about the cruises. Yeah. So see, the thing is, have you if you had been listening to, to my show since the inception of the show, you, your question would have been, "Wow, you go to Disney World a lot," because it used to be that it used to be Disney World was my thing. Because we got married in 2007. We went on a cruise for our honeymoon. On the honeymoon cruise, we played bingo and won a free cruise. We went on a separate cruise, like, in the fall. Like, it was a cheap cruise. It was like a three-day cruise. And we had, I had just enough leave to be able to, you know, get on the boat for a half day at work and then come in and, and like, I left the boat with my work clothes and went right to work. My, my mother-in-law picked us up from the cruise terminal and I went right to work from the cruise. And then she drove my wife home. And then I, I took the free cruise as a birthday cruise the next year. And that was my three cruises. And then that December, Cassie gave birth to Thomas and because she was pregnant on that last cruise. Um, and then the next year, when Thomas was 10 months old, we did our first trip to Disney um, as with our kids, with Thomas. Now... We had been to Disney before. We went to Disney in January of 2007 because that's where I proposed to her. Um, we proposed, I proposed under Cinderella's castle in front of Cinderella. It's a cute picture. Um, now, and then from that, play, from that time, we went to Disney every year, every fall for Food and Wine Festival and the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So... Yeah, December 2009, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. Um, we went every year. In 2019, we went to Disneyland in California. Um, and then, of course, COVID hit. But in many of those years, we also went other times to Disney, Disney World. Because sometimes what we would do, we learned a trick to where... Um, we would go in late October one year and get an annual pass. And then the next year we'd use the same annual pass and go in early October that next year. And then we, so we can get two trips on one annual pass and then get the annual pass every other year. And that way you'd save money. So one of those times that we did that, for example, I had started a new job at um at louisiana public health institute and louisiana public health institute gave us they gave us holiday from christmas to new year's you had the entire week off there was no work you didn't have to take vacation you just had the whole week off so i was like hey we have the whole week off let's go to disney world so we did and we went to disney world so we got to go to disney world for new year's and it was fun we had a good time and then my wife and a former friend of ours was uh, doing like origami owl or something and uh, some MLM, whatever, whatever it was, like jewelry thing or whatever. And they had a convention in Orlando. So their family and our family went down together and 
we uh they went to the convention in the mornings and me and the other and the husband went with our kids and went to the parks in the mornings and then they met us in the afternoons and so i think we had went five times in one year um under the same annual pass so we got good use of the annual pass that year and then there was uh one time where um we both lost our jobs <laughs> we both lost our jobs and we still had an annual pass and we were just like fuck it let's just go <laughs> we just went and went to disney world just to, just to say the hell with it and we just said screw it we're gonna have a good time we don't care at this point and it was fine we had a good time but yeah so before covid the whole thing was disney 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 um however do i have a cat about to join me i have a cat about to join me it's a rose um hello rose uh rose probably won't jump up and see me anyway so um but unfortunately with covid what what happened was all of the cost saving tips that i had learned to do and be able to to be able to get more mouse for my money as i say on budget ears uh they all went away except for the target red card gift. And so it made Disney even more cost prohibitive with, um, with all of the things that they took away from us. Like we couldn't do the annual pass anymore living out of state. Uh, we couldn't, um, because we couldn't do the annual pass, we couldn't do the tables in Wonderland card. Um, because we couldn't do the annual pass, we couldn't get free parking because, and so all of the normal ways that we would save money all went out the window. And so our last trip to Disney World was so freaking expensive. Like the full week was so freaking like 5500 bucks for a week. I'm like, this is like two cruises. This is like at least two cruises, maybe three cruises in one week. Hell, we went to, we went to Disney for one day in the fall was it last yeah last fall in october and just one day was so much money it was almost not worth it the only reason i'm happy i went is because we got to go on the new ride but it was just so ridiculously expensive um let's see boo, 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 boo. let's now that i've rambled on for a bit let's go back Once again, I'll say it. I ain't going to go on a boat if I can't fish off it. <laughs> um, I, now, I did go on a cruise to Alaska um, my senior year of college. My mom and my grandmother took me. And um, I did base all of my shore excursions on where I could get smoked salmon. And one of the ones was a fishing expedition where you got to fish for smoked salmon. And if you caught a, if you caught a salmon they would smoke it and ship it and have it arrive to your house the day you got home. And nobody, no one even got a bite except for me. And I was this freaking gross. And the, the net was in the water and spat out the hook. I was so mad. I was so mad. But they felt bad for me. And, and they gave me a whole like extra salmon just to eat by myself. <laughs> um, let's see.
my, my see my parents also my parents go on lots of cruises my parents dwarf the, me on the amount of cruises they go on like there's like the Kayamo cruises on Royal Caribbean that's like I don't know if it's folk music or maybe just older 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 music I don't know but they go on those cruises a bunch like every year um my mom goes on a bunch of cruises too um one of my beefs with my family because both both parents would complain about how little they get to see their grandkids, but then instead of coming to visit New Orleans, they go on cruises. So, yeah. <laughs> There's that. Um, So we also have, coming out of New Orleans, they have those river cruises where you cruise up the Mississippi River. Um, I actually, one of the recent times where I last Ubered, I drove for Uber, and was taking advantage of the small little deals that they had, they were giving, like, like it was like $4 extra a, a trip, and so it made it worth it for me to do it. Um, I picked up some dude uh, from the, from one of, from the, from the, wasn't from the cruise terminal, but it was from Mardi Gras World, but it was where this other ship was docked, and he was a chef for one of the river cruises or whatever, and he just wanted to go to the Shell Station to get some snacks and then come right back, and he actually worked in the in the, in the the kitchen of one of the things or whatever. Um, I should have asked them how well they handled celiac, um, but I don't know. I don't know if one of those things would be that good or not, simply because who knows? Like, Like, what do you do? on one of these things. I don't know. So, all right, Daily News, thank you for coming. It was nice to be able to agree with you and uh, Gibson Media for once. Um, I mean, we got 23 minutes left. I probably have other stuff I want to do tonight before I go to bed, too. So, and we're just pretty much rambling at this point. This is just has turned into from serious talk about the stupid Restrict Act to just random ramblings about vacations and other other crap. So, Let's see. But yeah, if you um, if you missed this week's words of redneck wisdom, or if you missed this week's hypocrite of the week, um, just wait till the show to process, and you'll be able to um, you'll be able to watch it again. Or you know, you can always watch it anytime if you are a liberal Dan Radio patron, because you did get early access to both today because I uploaded them before the show. Um, just always make sure to you get early access from those things and we'll see about trying to add some more some more content to the patron as well as we get more patrons subscribing to the show well thank you p dubs for watching as well so again remember tomorrow uh, and watch out um I am going to, I do have the script for one of my next Fat Man rants. I did have the second script for one of my next Fat Man rants, but somehow I lost it. It didn't save and keep. So I have to type that one out again. Um, so two of my Fat Man rants should be coming out this weekend, and maybe another video should be coming out as well. We will see. Um, it was going to be last night, but I was just too tired. Um, but shouts out to Robert Reynolds, Wes, Jolie, Julie, Aaron, your boy Chris, 
uh, Cesar, Demonox, all of the Liberal Den Radio patrons uh, for supporting the show. Uh, thank you, everybody who subscribed, who's liked the videos. We got 32 likes today. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to anybody who has who has uh, contributed to, um, you know, either the uh, Wellspring Farm GoFundMe to P Dubs's GoFundMe, or who has shared either of them as well, um, and who has helped out in any other way, uh, because y'all are awesome, and I appreciate y'all a bunch. Just keep sharing everything so we can try and get this up to a thousand as well. Um, I've tried to run a contest in my um, what in the end season name of Karen is this Caucasity group um, to say, hey, if I get to a thousand, I'll run a contest and give out a gift card or something. But everybody in that group is useless. Nobody will, will even just click the damn button. So who knows what the, what the hell I'll do with that group. I don't know. Anyway. But this is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Dan Radio, talking left and right. I will be on Twitch tomorrow, twitch.tv slash radiodan.com. I will be back next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central, here on youtube.com slash liberaldanradio or blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Dan Radio, talking the left, that's right. <laughs>